0: teen house party and mtv scream recap podcast i am marne one of your hosts you can find me on twitter at Corpse survivors and i use she her
1: pronouns joining me today in the studio is jacqueline i wasn't ready to be the first one uh, hi i'm jacqueline <laughs> she her pronouns you can find me on tumblr at swampert
0: yeah i just i tab over to riverside and just pick a random name every time i do this <laughs> also joining me in, in the studio today is emma
2: Hi, I'm Emma. Any pronouns are fine. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Emmett
0: Also, last but not least, joining me in the studio today is Nessa.
3: I wasn't ready to be last. I'm Nessa. <laughs> L-O-C-H-N-E-A-S-S-A. Basically everywhere. Pronouns. She, her. For now. I like I the mystery of that.
0: I love yeah. that for you. Yeah, yeah good. it's good
3: yeah we'll, we'll work we might be going into fall
0: pronouns at some point oh good so today uh we all kind of got baited switch because i thought that the season was 12 episodes and it turns out that it's 10 episodes so this is our season one finale episode
1: yay <laughs> yeah
0: which I realized halfway through watching episode 9 and I messaged our group chat. It was like, um, we're doing the finale this week, I guess. Sometimes um, that happens. Yeah, sometimes it happens. I actually think that it's good that this season was 10 episodes. I think if they tried to do 12, they, they would have just put a lot more filler in there that they didn't need.
3: But what if we'd had more Noah
1: speeches? <sighs> Inter- interesting point. That is true. I, uh, Mar- 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 already said, uh, filler that we don't need.
0: <laughs> um,
3: Jacqueline, how dare you?
0: <laughs> but yeah, I was, uh, I was watching episode nine, um, on, on Monday. And as we were watching it, I was like, wait, isn't this stuff that happens in the finale? <laughs> and then I had to look up how many episodes were in this season because I was like, surely there's not like three more episodes left of this like they can't possibly stretch it that much so welcome to the season one finale episode we did it yeah yeah um season two is in fact 12 episodes i was right about that because there is um the thing that uh the thing that screwed me up in the episode count is that there is like a two-part special that is like not really the finale to season two but it also kind of is tacked on there at the end Uh oh it's like it's a a halloween special oh
2: nice Mm -hmm. what pretty
3: little liars say that like this
0: one wasn't (laughs) well yeah this is also a halloween special (laughs) I I think kind of what happened is that they finished all of season two, and that they were like, "Ah, but we didn't do a Halloween episode like we did in season one. Now we gotta do one." <laughs> um, and it's it's kind of like I mean we'll get there. It's it's just kind of like a weird like side side story that doesn't have anything to do with the main plot. Oh good. Um, so episode nine, the penultimate episode of the season. Starts with a flashback uh, to a year prior to the show uh, at the jail and someone we don't know who in a hoodie and gloves is breaking in to uh, find a specific evidence box, uh, which is the like Brandon James evidence box box. Um, And they open it and get a bunch of, like, handwritten notes that say basically that Brandon James is only presumed dead. Uh, he is missing presumed dead. Uh, there's, like, files on Maggie and the murders and also the Brandon James mask, which they
2: put on. There were a lot of fun little details that were easy to miss during this sequence. Like yeah. Like, the magazine the, the guard is reading.
1: Yeah, the "The sexy issue ladies 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 yeah i think it was also there was a part of the magazine that just said like oh it's men and porn magazine yeah and Um, also
3: sir it is 2014 2013 you should be reading that porn on your phone so
2: (laughs) true and like the lock on the door leading to the evidence room just says die bold you know and it's also from like the 70s
0: yeah, I felt like this scene was doing, like, a very, like, kind of, like, old-timey horror thing where the, you get, like, the first-person shots from, like, the killer's point of view as they're, like, going through the building and, like, snapping the locks and stuff. I really liked that, actually.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I noted that, and I was, like, it's it's interesting because, like, it's, like, I mean, like, the classic one is, like, the intro to Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but usually with those kinds of shots you stick with the killer pov until the end and then you like kind of zoom out and like then you get the view of who you've been like looking through the eyes of but in this it's interesting because it's like continually cutting between the pov and like security cameras and that's just like i don't know usually i think it's good to stick to the pov but it's interesting the effect that this creates
0: yeah, it's it's like an interesting mix of like modern horror and like seventies, eighties horror. I think mm-hmm. and it, it works
3: too. That final shot where like we switch back to the security camera, it turns, you see the figure, and they've put on the Brandon James mask and just turn, and the mask is there in the camera. You are just like you just go like, whoo,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, which which also answers the question of how the killer got the Brandon James mask in the first place. So it's nice that they tied up that little loose end. Um the so then we we skip back to present day. Uh Piper is doing some voiceover. She's making a Halloween episode of Autopsy of a Crime uh about Mr. Branson, uh who is still in jail. Uh he's being questioned by the sheriff. Uh Piper is questioning like what his motives could possibly be if he is the killer. And so is the sheriff, incidentally. Branson is basically denying everything. He says, like, the knife that he was found with isn't... Or the knife that was found in his classroom isn't his. Um, And the sheriff is like, look, we have the evidence that, like, you were putting spyware on people's computers. We know that you obviously assaulted Brooke because we found you and her together and she was, like, bloody and naked. And we know that your 18-year-old ex was found murdered. And Brance is like, you know what? I'm gonna lawyer up, actually. I'm not gonna talk to you.
3: Which like the best move. The only yes. move. I, I know they always do it in like crime procedurals to be like only a guilty person would get a lawyer. Uh, but it, it first piece of advice, talk to the lawyer, never talk to the cops. But also, I really feel like they just like like I guess like keep the mystery alive. They really make him look like the killer. Like he's so he seems so guilty aside from the lawyer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's so slimy. Like, shut the fuck up Friday for sure. Yeah. But um, I don't know. he's he's he gets like greasier over the course of the episode.
0: I was yeah, really about to call him a greasy dude. He's oh yeah. such a creepazoid in this episode. Like ugh. 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 Um, and so Brooke and Emma are talking in Emma's car and Brooke says that she doesn't believe that Mr. Branson is the killer, um, and Emma kind of does believe that he's the killer. Like, she's not really sure if, if Brooke is just, like, inclined to like him more, because obviously they ran in a relationship. Um, they talk about, like, that relationship, and Brooke says she didn't want to tell anyone about it, because she didn't want to be judged by, like, her friends. Also, and girl, she- it's illegal. yeah also girl it's illegal um and she feels like emma and everyone just kind of want to hold someone accountable for the murders instead of like actually taking the time to investigate if he did it or not um and she also says that she feels really alone um she's still staying with Jake, but like her mom is in rehab her dad is in prison branson might be a murderer uh brooke's life continues to be bad and yeah. uh, there is a nice, there is a nice little moment in there where Emma is like, "Well, if Jake is driving you crazy, like you can come stay with me." And Brooke says that she might take her up on it.
3: Yeah, and then yeah. we then apparently we're still holding the school dance.
0: Yes, yep. there's there's a scene at the at the sheriff's office where they they're talking about like, "Oh, we're still gonna do trick or treating this year." Because we have to establish that it's Halloween. But we're going to set a curfew. Um, and and the sheriff is like. Yeah we're still also going to have a ho- the Halloween dance. At the rec center. Uh, because it, we're going to make it a charity event. For all of the, the victims. Of like people who. Uh, of like the families. Of people who were killed. And also. Piper, Piper thinks this is a bad idea. Like she's there basically telling the sheriff sheriff not to do it but the sheriff's like well all of the teens will be in one place so we can look out for them better.
3: Cops famously good at preventing things from happening to children. Yeah, Yep.
0: Especially when they're all in one place like they were in the police station the night that Riley died.
1: God. Like
0: all of the teens being in one place has certainly never helped you before now. <laughs> I'm not sure why you're so confident that it'll work this time. But, uh, so yeah, Piper thinks this is a bad idea. She's like, well, I think that the killer is just gonna, like, go in and start killing teens (laughs) because they're all gonna be in one place. Um, And the sheriff's like, no, surely not.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing bad's ever happened in this town. Yeah. (laughs) Aside from a few small instances.
0: Yeah, no teens have ever gotten killed here that we know of. And definitely
3: not specifically on a Halloween dance.
0: <laughs> no? Yeah, exactly. Um, So then we go back to Brooke. Uh, she's staying at Jake's house. Jake's parents are also not there. They're just, it's just Brooke and Jake. Um, Marn, that's two more actors we got to pay for.
3: Jake Okay, yeah, that's parents. fair. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Jake just doesn't have parents. I, I think it's implied maybe at some point that his parents are like out of town or something. I feel like they might have said that, and I just didn't write it down because I didn't think it was important. Um, either way, they're they're staying in Jake's house by themselves. Um, important note is that uh, they established at the scene that Jake's Wi-Fi password is the Jake stops here, <laughs> <laughs> which means that his parents let him do that.
2: Of course they've let him do that,
0: <laughs> okay. for parents of a certain age,
3: basically, anyone of under the age of twenty one is like a wizard because they know how to reset the wi fi yeah
1: that's fair. <laughs> i i it, it, um, but I'm imagining like oh, it's like a like a eleven year old kid doing it. then it's cute, yeah,
0: I have never told my parents the wi fi password to my apartment because I can't admit to them. With a straight face, that our Wi-Fi password is "wife city" in all caps. <laughs> Marn, you're gonna get hacked. <laughs> My Wi-Fi is gonna get hacked.
3: Yes, by our extremely tech-savvy fanbase.
2: Your wife-themed Wi-Fi. My wife-themed Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi password. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> so we get once again like another kind of cute scene of of jake and brooke being friends they like compare their stab wounds which is very fun uh brooke kind of bemoans that she can't go into modeling anymore because she probably is going to end up with a scar on her arm and jake is like well you're still hot even if you have scars like fuck those guys um he was like tina Fey is famously attractive (laughs) and she's got a scar (laughs) Yeah, he specifically names Tina Faye as someone with a scar who's attractive. Yep. Um and they kind of talk about like the whole Mr. Branson thing. He Jake asks why Brooke went back to him and she says, well, because I didn't really feel like I had anybody else. Um and Jake gets offended by this. Like he doesn't really verbalize it, but like it's it's obvious that he's a little bit offended uh by the insinuation that that Brooke couldn't uh couldn't go to him uh, and he offers to kill branson for her <laughs> as any friend should yeah to which i wrote in my note okay king <laughs> i do i truly do think that Jacob and brooke only get better as the show goes on and
1: they yeah yes
0: they, they have some uh some good character moments especially in, like the back half of season one um And so Emma comes and visits her mom at work at uh, the medical examiner's office. Uh, Maggie says that she ordered a DNA test for Branson and a maternity test for her. Um, Is she allowed to order a DNA test for Branson? Like, I assume they have a warrant, right?
2: Yeah, I would say so. My guess is they have a warrant, given the situation.
0: That was also my guess. I just thought of that because he was like, I want a lawyer before I speak to any of you but i guess i guess i can do that without him having a lawyer huh yeah um so yeah so she she ordered a dna test she's gonna see if branson is uh, in fact her kid that she had with brandon james emma wants to go and talk to branson uh but maggie won't let her and doesn't think that it's a good idea um but emma thinks that if branson is the killer he will have some kind of reaction if he sees her in person um and so she's like i i have to go into the interrogation room and look him in the eye and like that's the only way i'll know for sure if he's like the guy who's been psychologically tormenting me and they finally let her in and he and branson just like acts like a complete creep to her for no reason to the point that i'm like Maybe some of our theories
3: on this show, even the more outlandish ones, are true. Cause like like you could be playing this a lot better,
0: Seth. Yeah. When I was watching the scene, I was like, I mean, I don't think like I don't think you're the killer, bud, but like this you you're not making a good case for yourself. Like you're just being really creepy to a teenager for no reason. Yep. Like and- in front of the cops. <laughs>
3: I, I literally put in my notes, uh, cause, uh, cause of, like the, I forget the exact context. It was like the way he was talking to Emma, but I put word for word, wow, either this dude doesn't have critical thinking skills or he's a terrible teacher. Cause he's like, he's like, well, why would it, you know, like he was like, he was like, well, why would it be me? And also why do you give a shit about this killer? And it's like, yeah, Emma was in your class. You did a whole like lesson about, uh, you know, a killer leaking, a video of her first time and murdering several of her friends
0: yeah yeah they they kind of try to play it off like Branson doesn't know anything that's happening but it's like no you clearly do oh it it
3: was the part where he's like he's like so you're accusing me and it's like yeah so is the police why do you think emma's in here
1: (laughs) yeah he has a lot of indignation for a guy who is like Who's in double, the possession he is who's double
3: handcuffed to the table like he's hannibal goddamn lector yeah.
0: yeah they have yeah they have him like double handcuffed to the interrogation room table and meanwhile he is like so he he's acting very creepy and like being very weird to emma but he's also like i didn't kill anybody but i also i can't talk about why i changed my name or anything that happened in my past um, but I definitely didn't kill anyone, and I have no idea what you're talking about about your mom. Oh, I also wrote in my notes, if Branson isn't the killer, this is a really funny conversation. Because Emma like gets really up in his face and yeah. is like, Why would you do this to like me and my mom? And blah blah blah. And he's like, I who like, I've met your mom, she's nice. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a really weird conversation on both ends, basically. <laughs> and um my my theory they don't reveal this in these two episodes, and I genuinely don't remember my My working theory is that Branson is in the witness protection program. I cannot think of another reason he would have to change his name and be like, "I can't tell you why I did that."
1: I mean, or mm, he true. he did
3: murder that girl. He just doesn't have anything to do with all this.
1: That's my thought
2: <laughs> also fair,
0: um. So then we go back to Brooke, uh she is in her underwear in Jake's house. She's like getting ready to get in the sh- she's either getting ready to get in the shower or she's coming out of the shower. I missed the beginning of this scene and I didn't rewind it. Um but she sees that uh the like webcam light on her laptop is on. Um and she she freaks out and like slams it shut. Uh which which will um come back into play later. But um Emma also goes to the cafe where she works, and she shows Noah and Audrey the uh, the ultrasound, the Brandon James ultrasound uh, from Audrey's hospital video, and like tells them about her mom um, having a kid with Brandon James. And Noah's mind is completely blown by this. Oh yeah, I, I, I kind of almost wish that. Emma hadn't told them and, like, respected her mom's privacy a little bit more. Like, I understand why she had to tell them to, like, advance the plot a little bit, but I don't know, man. Like, this seems like something that should have stayed between her and her mom. I feel like it does add to the like, I've said this before,
3: the like why people keep secrets on the show because they know the minute they tell any one person, they that person mm-hmm. will run in the opposite direction and be like, all right, cool. Definitely not going to go tell everyone.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, like, I don't know. It, 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 it kind of feels almost like a betrayal of that like really like good heart to heart between Emma and her mom that happened in episode eight that she just like <laughs> goes and, and takes the ultrasound and starts telling her friends about it
2: mm-hmm. yeah. i do like in this scene when noah's talking about it and it's like i can't believe like your mom she, she goes to pta meetings and wears cardigans and i'm like no you yeah. also wear cardigans <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's also really funny that noah is familiar with eva's mom <laughs>
3: Mr. Mr. Branson's like, yeah, I know I met her like one time, and Noah's like, your mom, who I see every Tuesday for our knitting group, had yeah. sex. <laughs> that's where they get all of
2: that's where they get all the cardigans.
1: Oh my god. Oh god. You're right. I need uh, to know who <laughs> else is in this group.
2: <laughs> oh.
3: Your Noah mom, who definitely had sex who had sex at least one other time to make you
2: had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Noah also says at one point, "Let's break this apart, fava bean by fava bean." Oh God! Well, yeah. I, I <laughs> so many questions.
0: I missed that. Oh God. He does. Yeah he he does say that. <laughs>
2: um, and Emma and
0: Emma's basically like, yeah, like if Mister Branson is my half brother, then like that that just makes everything make sense as to like his motive. But like, I I can't prove for sure that like that was his motive or that he's the killer um and noah's like well what if his name branson is like short for brandon's son (laughs) (laughs) she's like all right fuck off no but no no killer in their right mind would do that (laughs)
3: it would it would sooner be that he already had like a fake id with that on it he'd be like yeah he'd be like well fuck this is kind of on the nose
0: well, I guess this is what we're going with, though. <laughs> um, And Audrey doesn't think that it's Branson because she doesn't think that they can prove, like, a link between Branson and Rachel. Um, And she thinks that, like, she says basically, like, they have to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that it's Branson in order to, like, actually get him for the murders. And... They and so they have to look and see like what his connection to Rachel was if there was one. Um, because Rachel was one of the murders too. yeah. Um and so Noah and Audrey leave because they're gonna try and like track down a lead for Branson and Rachel, like having a connection. Piper then comes into the cafe to talk to Emma, um, and she's like, Yeah, I, I was following this lead for the podcast, but it didn't really pan out. Um, and Emma's like, whoa, what's your lead? Um, and she says that Brandon James's mom, Cassie James, is still alive, uh, and she was going to interview her to try and like do an episode tying the Brandon James murders to the current murders, um, but she couldn't really get her to say anything coherent. She mostly kind of just rambled, um, and Emma says, well, I think that we can help each other out. Like, I would like to go and talk to Brandon James's mom, so why, like, they basically make a deal where, like, she goes with Piper to, like, see if she can get a coherent interview out of Cassie James.
3: Yeah. And
0: they do that.
3: (laughs) It is an uncomfortable interview, because it's this old lady, and she's kind of out of it. And at first she, like, understands that it's Emma, but, like, once they're, like, She's like very susceptible to like whatever's like like she can be like imprinted on because the minute Emma mentions that she's like quote unquote Daisy's daughter, the old lady just starts talking to her like she's Daisy and is like, "Why? Yes. he loved you so much. I let him get the job at the at the bowling alley because of you. You know, he was my late in life baby, and that's why my husband said he was all messed up. Uh, why did you take him from me?" And then Emma's like, oh boy.
0: Yeah, Cassie like goes off on a whole rant about like Maggie and Brandon. Um, and then she she says that Brandon's son came to see her the other day. And obviously Emma's very excited by this because she's like, oh, maybe our, our theories about Mr. Branson were right. Um, except Cassie uh, doesn't remember his name. And Emma asks if it was Seth. Um and Cassie says, "Yeah, it was definitely Seth. Uh, he came to me and he like asked me a bunch of stuff, uh, and he wanted to know all about Brandon James. So that solves that mystery, probably. Episode over. Yeah, episode over. It was Mister Branson. We did it, everyone.
1: End of show. End Take of show.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so so they have this interview, and then Piper." Drops Emma off at home. We get like a shot of Kieran like watching her from across the street get out of Piper's car. And then um it cuts to inside the house with Emma. Kieran like walks through the door because she No one <laughs> so is locking a... the doors. Yeah, so A, Emma left the door unlocked, and Kieran like walks and is like, you probably shouldn't leave your door locked. B, she's just, like, sitting on the on, like, the main staircase in her house. Sometimes
3: you
2: just gotta sit places. I I do that shit
3: all the time. It's, like, the equivalent of, like, sitting in your car for, like, 30 minutes after you drive home and park.
2: Yeah. But with
0: the door unlocked?
3: I mean, you're right there, so maybe. There's a murderer! I'm not defending the unlocking of doors. I'm just defending (laughs) the sitting looking on your phone.
0: That is fair. I mean, I was gonna say maybe I don't get it because I don't live in a, in a place with stairs, but I grew up in a house with a lot of stairs, and I was not a, a stair sitter.
1: Some stairs are just too narrow; like they, they're barely big enough for your feet, and you can't. They're, they're not big enough for my butt.
3: Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I just sit, and then I wait for one of my sisters to come by so that they have to ask me to move.
0: <laughs> You're like a cat. Yes. <laughs> So, so, yeah, so Emma, is, uh, Emma is just hanging out on, on the stairs of her house. And Kieran walks in and is like, you, you probably shouldn't leave the door unlocked. And they have a conversation. Uh, Kieran wants to make sure that she's okay because she hasn't called him back or anything. Um, and they haven't really talked in a little while. They have a relationship talk TM Uh, Emma says that she wants to make up for lost time because they haven't, like, talked or done anything in a while because of the whole thing with Will um, and the fight that they had. And Kieran invites her to the Halloween dance with him. And Emma says, okay, but only if they can wear embarrassing couples
2: costumes. Which, good for her.
0: Yeah. I think she's right.
3: She is. And they kiss, right? Yes. Yeah. I forgot Marn doesn't look at this. I've been miming two people making out the entire time Marn was talking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at my notes.
3: <laughs> As you should be.
0: <laughs> um, and yes, yes, they kiss. Um, And she also invites Kieran to dinner... And they do kind of like a, a little makeup family dinner from the one that got interrupted from Emma and her friends being trapped in an abandoned bowling alley with a murderer.
1: Uh-huh. This weird ass pizza montage yeah. is so... its The music is so like what drives me up the wall here. Just yeah, the it-
2: thing about it is so jarring and it just yeah. keeps spinning and zooming in on people's faces but nothing else Anxious.
0: it feels so out of place with like a horror tv show they they do like this extended shot of just like the camera going in a circle around the table as like they're having like family pizza night and like talking and laughing and having a good time and it like legitimately feels like something out of a sitcom
3: <laughs> the music was so jarring that i didn't even look at the i was like too busy in another tab furiously googling because I was like, I was like, I
0: gotta find this fucking song.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I wish that this was like, so they used to do this on MTV shows, because I remember they did this with Teen Wolf, where when they would play a song on the show, there was like a little info bar that would come up on the bottom that would tell you what song it was, because it was MTV. Um, and I, I wish that they kept that on like the Netflix version of the shows.
3: Oh, that would be good.
0: I know. What song is it? Do, did you find it?
3: I, I, I think I like didn't find it in that moment, and I like went back, and so it's like not in my notes. If it's not in my notes, I'm no. it. Oh, here you go. Soundtrack at MTV. Also, desperately trying to not get spoiled because every time I Google anything for this show, I'm like, no, 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 don't tell me. I just need, I just need one picture of Will. You don't need to give me anything else.
0: So true. Oh, MTV has a, a Scream official playlist. That's oh. fun. Ooh. Okay, I knew they had something like this. They have uh like a little blog on like the mtv website that lists the music from every single episode so hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna find season one episode nine. Oh, and it tells you exactly where uh where all of where all of the the scenes are with the music uh it is slow motion by hayley taylor is the song damn I will play. I'll play it as our outro music, so people can understand how jarring it is.
3: <laughs> um, God bless this blog.
0: Yeah, thank you, uh, Ryan Jantz from MTV, for compiling these music lists. I suppose. Um, so yeah, they they have their their family makeup dinner, and then we go back to the game store where Noah and Audrey are still doing detective work. Uh, Audrey is still looking for something that will like prove a link between Rachel and Mr. Branson. And she is going through Rachel's old uh, videos that she took. She says that basically Rachel took video of everything. Um, but when Audrey went to make the memorial video of Rachel for her uh, funeral, uh, all of the footage was wiped from Rachel's laptop except everything was still backed up to the cloud and Audrey knows her password so she gets into the cloud to kind of sift through all of this footage with Noah but it's like hours of footage that they are gonna end up sitting through Um, it seems like an
3: incredible oversight on the killer's part
0: yeah you would think huh (laughs) They're like, I've
3: hacked into everyone's phones, but I didn't think to check that someone might have a cloud account.
0: I I do actually like that they do that. Like, that's the first time I've seen a horror piece of media engage with the fact that, like, you can back up your phones and laptops (laughs) in, like, a way that can't really easily be deleted. Oh, yeah. I think that's very fun. And Brooke and Jake have a fight. Because Brooke uh, confronts Jake about turning her webcam on, and is like, "Well, it can't be Branson. Like, he's not a monster, and also he's in jail." Um, and Jake is like, "Well, you still think that you're the apex predator, and like, I think that you're underestimating Branson, uh, and you just have too much faith in her." Um, Jake and and they they just have this fight because Brooke still like believes that Branson's a good person um and jake is like well i i think that you're wrong and like i think that you think this because you have feelings for him and like he's manipulating you because of that um and then and then brooks storms off and and goes home yeah jake doesn't know how to handle his shit he
2: doesn't He's he's not totally wrong is the thing at least about Branson specifically. Yeah. Branson is their teacher. Should not be dating his student.
0: Yeah, it's like rough because he's in the right. He's just being a douchebag about it. Correct. As it as it goes with Jake. Um and we find out that the sheriff has been going over uh, the cell phone that was found in uh, in Branson's classroom, which had like the which is ostensibly Tyler's cell phone, because uh, it had the the text to Riley on it from the night that she died. Um, and he finds out that it like pinged some cell towers out by the lake and like sent some calls from there. Um, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna go out that way by myself and get my boots on the ground and start knocking on doors and see if anybody's seen this Branson character." Uh, and and he does. He drives all the way out by himself. Um, <laughs> literally, <idea. laughs> yeah. So he drives out to this like suburban house by himself. Literally, as soon as he rolled up at the driveway, my wife is like, "Oh, this dude is dead. Like he's gonna die." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: because he he comes alone, uh, the door is like cracked, and there's nobody inside the house, and he gets suspicious, and so I mean, okay, he does do something very smart at first, which is that he goes and he radios in the uh the license plate of the car that's sitting in the driveway uh before he goes in the house because he's like, Hey, I need you to rent like he radios back to the station is like hey can you run this and like see if there's anything like suspicious about this car um or like who it belongs to but then he does not wait for an answer
2: yeah we don't and... get any payoff from that yeah. in the whole episode right no
0: nope, never... there's no payoff he doesn't wait for an answer he <laughs> just goes in the abandoned house and um again i think that this show really excels with, like, I know I've said it on, like, the past three episodes, but it's really true. I think this show excels at quiet, abandoned places, and, like, putting very tense scenes in those quiet, abandoned places. I think the sound design in the scene is, like, so on point. It's just really good. It's really tense. Um, They drag it out so long, that you eventually start to think, ah, oh, nothing's gonna happen, um, and then and then they get
2: you. <laughs> yeah, they're really good at like real time stress building, where they just yes, through. yeah. It's like, it's there's one of those no cuts. It just follows him the whole time, and I'm just there, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's one of those scenes, like uh, like the beginning of of Scream, the actual movie, where she's uh, where uh fucking it's true barrymore right she's just like moving around her house in more or less real time um on the phone and it's just like a very slow like tracking shot and um eventually uh he hears like a computer like notification go off and he finds a laptop that has like this whole like camera setup on it or, like, a video library or whatever it is. Like, they don't give you a very close look at it, but it looks like security cameras. Um, and he kind of investigates this, and, <laughs> and then it, <laughs> so this is a weird moment, because they they play it like he hears something and, like, goes to investigate it, but the only noise that you hear is a scare chord happening in the, like, not diegetic soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> like they just play a scarecord for no reason and he like looks off in the distance and and goes to investigate and I was like, wow, it's wild that he could like hear scarecords. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the sheriff like goes deeper into the house and as he rounds his corner, uh the the killer does his favorite move, which is popping silently out from behind someone. Uh, and clubs the sheriff with a fire poker.
1: Officer down. Officer down. (laughs) I'm sure he'll be fine. He should have sent a deputy. He really should (laughs)
0: have. Yeah, he. he, Ultimately, the sheriff's downfall is that he's really adamant that he has to like go do this by himself because he's like, well, like this is all everything happening is my fault for like not personally getting involved and like helping the kids out and like thinking that like i could just like dictate everything but like no you're just like you're you're just not doing a very good job no matter what you do sir
1: yeah i mean and
0: also you think that you're in a different tv show
1: exactly and the sad thing about this is that like this we we know that the, te- the cop is brandon james so uh, yeah, this obviously, is, this is really kind of tragic in its own way. <laughs> so
0: so true, so true, Jacqueline. <laughs> I can't believe the killer didn't know that the sheriff was Brandon James. <laughs> tragic. <laughs> um, and then so we don't get the payoff f- from that for a little bit because we go to Emma. She's getting ready for the Halloween dance. Uh, She's dressed as Mia from Pulp Fiction because, of course, she is what other embarrassing couples costume has there been on network television in the past 10 to 15 years? <laughs> she gets a phone call from Brooke saying uh, basically like, Hey, I'm throwing a party at my place. Cause like we, we all know that the, the rec center Halloween dance sucks and like, they're not going to have any alcohol there. Um, and it's going to be full of cops and that sucks. And I was like, well, I promised Kieran I would meet him there and and like go with him. But maybe we'll come to your house afterwards.
3: Which by Brooke's logic is a bad idea because Brooke believes that Mr. Branson is not the killer. Yes. So that means that she's like, all right, cool. The, The police are inept and they don't have the real killer. So let's just make ourselves real tasty murder morsels at my house in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's she says to Emma basically like her reason for throwing the party is that like she doesn't want people to see her as a victim. Um and like she doesn't want to feel like a victim, I think ultimately is what it is. Um she doesn't really want people to be pitying her. She she wants to focus on like upholding her reputation as like the mean girl and like the the popular one who like throws good parties.
3: Can't blame her for that.
0: Yeah. Like, yes, by her logic she shouldn't be throwing a party, but I don't think that she's thinking very logically in the first
3: place. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's not it's valid, but also at the same time it's kind of her backsliding as a character, which I mean, yeah. I do every day. But still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: So, Noah and Audrey. So, it, it it cuts to Noah and Audrey, and they're watching the Rachel footage, to which I was like, aren't they supposed like they're not going to the dance? Like, aren't they supposed to be going to the dance? Um, they do address this later, which pleasantly surprised me, um, and I I really enjoyed. But we'll get into it. Uh, but so they they're still watching the Rachel footage. Um, and they have like popcorn. They're hanging out. Uh, not having a very exciting Halloween so far. And they find footage that Rachel took uh in a bar that Audrey says that she used to frequent um because she likes sneaking a camera in and like basically taking videos of other people's drama. <laughs> Which is very fun. I like that I like I like that kind of retroactive detail about Rachel. Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah character who you've had like zero characterization for. Yeah, exactly.
3: I like yeah, we...
0: Catholic
2: school.
3: <laughs> Noah was just complaining about how boring it was, and then Audrey's like, yeah, no, she liked to go f- to bars and film people's drama. And I'm like, Noah, uh, this is not boring, apparently.
0: Yeah, it's nice that they're finally giving us a little bit of retroactive characterization on Rachel. And like some ideas to why Audrey wanted to date her. Um, and they find footage from the bar um they're they're like getting ready to leave because they've realized like oh it's late like we gotta we gotta hurry up and like go to the the rec center uh but like kind of as their way as they're on their way out the door um they find footage of nina and kieran at the bar together suspicious spicy (laughs) very and And before we, before they like cut into the dance, there's like a single shot of a uh, of Jake like in his car, looking at like the the security cameras in in Brooke's house because he's worried about her. And they just like don't really go anywhere with that. He he's just kind of looking at them and he's like, "Come on, Brooke, like where are you?" I I guess to establish that like he he is actually worried about Brooke, but.
3: And that he does have access to her security
0: cameras. Yeah, so that he does have access to the security cameras, yeah. Um, Then we go inside the dance and we find out that Noah is DJing. It's so good. (laughs) Not only is he DJing, he is DJing as Dracula.
2: Because his mom made him the cape. (laughs) Because his
0: mom made him a Dracula
2: cape.
1: He was going to be
2: the Babadook. Can you imagine if the Babadook had been goddamn DJing? (laughs) <laughs> Noah dressing as the Baba Duke is the reason that the Baba Duke is listed as LGBTQ rep in Netflix. <laughs> God. Also, I know they, they're like, I know their
3: constant need to portray Noah as like weird kid, so that, you know, you could be like, maybe he's the murderer. But, uh, I think by like this logic, Noah should potentially be the most popular kid in school.
2: Yeah,
0: my favorite part of this like very brief glimpse that we we get at, uh, at Noah DJing is that he has a music editor program open on his laptop, which
2: implies that he mixed this himself.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: And everyone's super hyped about it, too. He like does like a crowd call out and everyone hollers back at him. <laughs> Noah
0: makes his own remixes. He Goes to, he
2: DJs
0: dressed as Dracula?
2: (laughs) What can't he do? (laughs) To be fair, it's a pretty sick cape.
3: It is. That's the best part of every TV Halloween thing is everyone is in costume, which no one ever goddamn does. And two, everyone is wearing costumes that the props department put together for them that is way better than anyone would ever
0: wear. Yeah. And I love it. Do you think that they actually thought about dressing Noah like the Babadook, and then they realized that no one would be able to take these episodes seriously if he was just walking <laughs> around dressed as the Babadook the entire like two hours? No, they realized they would then have to right.
3: <laughs> but then they would have to pay for Babadook
0: licensing. Surely not. They could just throw a top hat and a, and a jacket on him,
3: <laughs> but then he can't say the words Babadook.
0: Okay, fair. I like to think that it was because they realized that they couldn't have him walking around dressed like the Duke, or no one would take these fucking episodes seriously. Yeah, it's true. Release the Duke cut.
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna tweet at the showrunner. <laughs> Hashtag release <laughs> the oh
1: cut. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll do it right now. <laughs> oh my god. Let's pause and allow Emma to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta find the showrunner's Twitter. Continue, I'll be paying attention to the background. <laughs> oh god. god.
0: Um, the showrunner changed between seasons one and two, by the way, so you'll want to add the season Googling. one showrunner. <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: also, just for reference, um, the one that's playing right at the beginning is ain't seen nothing yet by kane holler fun
0: i like that, that that that's a real thing like i i just i assumed it was a real song but it is funny that they have like noah has fucking like logic pro open on his computer implying that he he made his own remix um, oh yeah no Noah's
3: kane logic in or kane holler in their world
0: <laughs> in this universe um we find out that Maggie is chaperoning the dance uh, because, like, Emma comes up to talk to her. They they kind of commiserate that the sheriff and Kieran are both late. Uh, Jake comes up and apparently also knows Emma's mom, which is very funny. <laughs> like, all of these teens know Emma's mom. And yet Mr. Benson guess... is like, who? Yeah, I, I guess because, like... Emma is friends with, like, Brooke and, and Nina and all of them. So, like, it makes sense that Jake would know her. Uh, Jake is also dressed as Peter Pan, question mark?
1: Yeah, I would uh, say so. Yeah. Uh,
0: and he is... He and Emma kind of, like, go off to the side to talk. Um, And Emma is like, well, Brooke isn't coming. Because, like, you did, like... I think you said something to her that, like, pissed her off and Jake is like yeah of course I did I said some Jake ass thing that pissed her off Uh, and uh, and Emma says like yeah like she's having this after party at her place like I don't know if I'm gonna go and that is kind of where they leave that conversation. Audrey comes up to Noah and at his little DJ podium Uh, and is like I think that we we have to warn Emma about Kieran like before Kieran gets here and then Kieran gets there, and they do their little Pulp Fiction dance, of course. And Noah's like, "Well, she can't get murdered during their dance sequence." <laughs> also,
3: I feel like, and maybe this was more popular in 2015, but I feel like the only reason to dress them up is like that
0: is just so they can recreate the dance scene from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. No, I, obviously, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no other reason to have your characters dress like the like the main characters of Pulp Fiction. Um, and they do their little dance. Maggie asks Kieran to call the sheriff and like, see where he is. And if he's okay, Emma and Audrey get a chance to catch up with each other a little bit. Uh, while that conversation is happening, Audrey says that she wasn't able to find uh, Branson on any of Rachel's footage, but she does show Emma the Kieran and Nina video. To which Emma gets upset because she thinks that Audrey is being overprotective and like reading too much into things. And she allows Kieran to like come up and steal her away from the conversation, which Audrey is very frustrated by. Um, And she confronts Kieran directly, which is maybe not the smartest idea, but like it it goes fine for her Um, in that. Kieran explains it. Uh, he tells her that it was like kind of before he really came to Lakewood and like started going to school there. Um, so, like, before he even knew who Emma was, uh, he met Nina at this bar and she lied about her age and who she was. Like, she gave him a fake name, I think, and said she was 23 or whatever. Um, and she she was like really drunk basically and Kieran didn't want her to drive herself home because she was so drunk it would have been unsafe so he took her home which is what the footage is of uh, is like of him kind of escorting Nina out of the bar um, he took her home they didn't hook up he basically just like dropped her off at home and that's the, the end of the story
2: um, Emma Who is letting all of these teens into that bar? I know. There's three of them. There's so many of them. So many of them. Also, Kieran refers to his reasoning for going there being an epic fight with his dad. (laughs) I do
3: understand why he he didn't tell anyone, though, because he's like the new kid in town who's been arrested one time. We're like, nobody trusts, uh, and we don't know that this is a serial killer yet, would mm-hmm. not have looked oh, good. Yeah. I... yeah,
0: he, like, he calls it a no-win scenario, basically, because he's like, well, I didn't have any actual information, like, I, I didn't even know that that was Nina, basically, and, like, we didn't do anything, and she didn't say anything to me, so if I... Would like if I were to tell you that it would have just made me me look really suspicious, even though I don't know anything. <laughs> so like I I just didn't tell anyone because I didn't think it was relevant. <laughs> um, and Emma Emma kind of doesn't believe him, and then he brings her around by saying basically like, well, you know, like if Branson is the killer and you can't trust me, then he won because he's in your head and he's. Making it hard for you to trust your friends and your loved ones. Which, like, way to, way to gaslight
3: gatekeep girl boss, Kieran.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I wrote down, bro chill, she has trauma. <laughs> God, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, he's so rude to her. And for what? <laughs>
3: and for what? Babe, you saw your ex-boyfriend get cut in half by a... a fucking giant chainsaw like four weeks ago like get over it
0: <laughs> just trust me if you can't that means the guy that killed your boyfriend wins <laughs> oh jake also flirts with a random girl uh whose name he doesn't remember uh he wants to take her to brooke's after party uh, Emma and Audrey fight because Audrey... Uh, because Emma can't believe that Kieran actually did the murders because uh, Kieran basically pressured her into believing that. Uh, and Audrey's like, I am begging you to think critically about <laughs> the implications of this video. <laughs> um, But Emma has already heard that if she doesn't trust Kieran, then there's something wrong with her. And so... She doesn't listen to Audrey and they fight Audrey storms off. And is like, I'm going to crash Brooks party and get drunk. For her. <laughs> Piper then crashes the dance uh, and finds Emma and says, Hey, I took uh, like, I, I went back to visit Cassie James and I took photos to her. Like I took a yearbook to her to confirm who visited her, like asking stuff about Brandon James, and she pointed to Kieran and not Mr. Branson in the yearbook. And then the lights go out at the dance, and a projector comes on, and a video that we later find out is a live stream of the sheriff tied to a tree is projected on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And we also find out, as our little stinger, that
1: Branson has escaped
0: from jail.
1: The great ending,
0: yeah. It really is.
3: There's so much blood. Yeah, it it really is a good. It's like a zoom out, and you see the like you see the officer like handcuffed to the to the jail cell, right?
1: Yeah, and uh, just yes. like in a
3: pool of his own blood, and you hear the like police thing over the radio as the like camera pans out or pans in. Hands in a way that's cool, and it's just like be on alert. Seth Branson has escaped from jail, and you're like, "Oh fucking shit, Mister Branson stabbed a cop to death."
1: Yeah, like no, yeah. no wonder they double handcuffed him. He's like a fucking anime yeah. villain,
3: and also that implies that he handcuffed, handcuffed him to the bars, and then was like, just for good measure, yeah, yeah, they.
0: They really at the at the end of this, they're like, "Yeah, Mister Branson stabbed a guy to death. Think about that." But don't think about it too hard, because if you do, then you'll realize he was still in jail when the killer got attacked. When the killer attacked the sheriff,
3: we don't know. <laughs> this could be a cabal, Marn. The the four it killers. Could. The yeah, four The killers. four killers.
0: You're right. <laughs> um, but yes, very cool ending scene. This show occasionally has really good cinematography. (laughs) So yeah, so that's the end of episode nine. It really hits you. They really do it. And um, episode 10, they do the thing that the show likes to do, where they pick back up literally like a moment after they cut the end of the episode. And so it picks back up at the dance Emma calls Kieran and is like, "Hey, I think your dad's in trouble." And we find out that Kieran is in his car with a gun. Yeah. Also,
3: everyone at that dance is not panicked enough.
2: Yeah. Yes. I I really like these two episodes. There is just one continuing thread through them that stresses me out in such a like early 2010s way with what they're setting up with Kieran where I'm like, "Oh no." please don't be a City of Bones situation. Let's not Game of Thrones this. Oh, yeah. Because they are like really hard pushing for you to think that Kieran is Brandon James's son, which would make him Emma's half-brother. Oh. And I don't like that they push for that at all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was
2: very early 2010s teen yeah. media, which for some reason that was a trend in. But have we considered? What if we'd made a show
3: and included more incest? No.
0: (laughs) No. The incest market's
3: hot right now. It's 2015.
0: Yeah, that is such like a 2015 television thing, now that you've pointed it out. They really do try to make you think that for about, like, a whole episode. Yeah. Bad. Bad. But maybe he is, though. No. I will say, they did it on Pretty Little Liars. Oh, yeah.
3: See? (laughs) And they, and they did it on Pretty Little Liars and then retconned it. They're like, yeah, which I mean, I feel like was because they were pulling that character around and they're like, oh, right, shit. That character yeah. technically dated her brother for a while. Um, <laughs> she did that, but when in her villain monologue, she's going to specify that nothing happened between the two of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that they they yes, they did a very weird retcon job on that where they were like yeah, when she reveals that it was her like, she was actually related to this family the whole time, she has to, like, specify verbally that it wasn't sexual when she dated her half-brother. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was, I think, a case of, like, they didn't know that those two characters were going to be blood-related until, like, several seasons later.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But
0: still very weird for them to do. Yeah. Um i I have a theory i i wrote down somewhere there's like something in here that i thought was for sure reference to pretty little liars and as i was watching these episodes i was forming a theory that like the showrunner of this season i think really liked pretty little liars and then like the the showrunners of season two were the ones who like gave an interview that was like MTV wanted us to be, like, a teen show, like, Pretty Little Liars, and we didn't like that they wanted that from us. Like, we wanted to be a mature horror show. Um, But I have a a fan theory that, like, the showrunner, or, like, the head writer for the season really liked Pretty Little Liars.
3: (laughs) Is it the part where Noah just says, like, just like Pretty Little Liars? Is that the reference you're looking for?
0: No, like, (laughs) I I know, like, a couple episodes ago that, like, he name drops it specifically, but there was... Oh, I, maybe he, he I, maybe I he wrote drops it, it again here.
3: somewhere in this episode, but like very offhandedly in just
0: his Noah way. Uh I didn't write it down. There was there was like something very, very specific that made me think it, it doesn't matter. I, I, I may or may not think of it when I get to it. Uh, so they're all at the dance. Kieran's in his car with a gun. Emma calls him and says, like, your dad's trouble, whatever. Noah can't reach Audrey uh, is really concerned that her and Brooke are like isolated at Brooke's house and they don't know what's going on. Emma can't reach Brooke either. Um, implied at this point to be like Brooke is more preoccupied with the party than with like checking her phone. We find out later that's not actually true um, because Emma keeps texting Brooke but we see on Brooke's phone that she's not receiving any of Emma's texts. And Emma then gets a call from the killer being menacing, being like, are you enjoying the dance, Emma? And uh, she asks the killer to let the sheriff go. The killer's like, well, it's the big finale and people want to see someone die. So I have to kill the sheriff. And she threatens to find him and the killer wants to know if she can like solve his murder puzzle in time to save the sheriff. Um, he says that it's going to be gut-wrenching, which we will learn later is a pun.
3: And oh god, then, it was a pun this whole time.
0: It was a pun the Always entire is. time.
1: Uh. Um, and <laughs> Jacqueline, that sounded pained. Oh, <laughs> well, that wasn't me. That was me. <laughs> I'm pained in my own way. Jacqueline's also
3: pained. Pa- Jacqueline, I'll do a big sigh for you later.
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a pun the whole time. The killer <laughs> thinks the-, the killer thinks he's funny. Um, and uh, then the killer like shows up on the screen, and that's how we find out that it's a live stream of uh of Kieran's dad uh tied to the tree, and. <laughs> I have written in here, side note, it is very funny that Noah is still dressed like Dracula <laughs> the entire time.
1: <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs>
2: he- <laughs> I love him, my boy. Yeah. I wore a cardigan in his <laughs> honor tonight.
0: Like, Okay, for, for people who are listening to this and haven't watched the show, I want you to imagine the most stereotypical Dracula like costume possible and add to that that he is wearing... Like stage makeup, and also has like a little bit of blood dabbled around his lips. He
3: looks like if Bella Lugosi was a young, skinny twink.
1: Yes, he's like John what? Green's Dracula. God.
3: Oh, <laughs> no one does have John Green body and face.
1: Oh my god! I wish he'd been doing the accent the whole episode. Same.
3: <laughs> oh. Also same. Same as well. Same as well for me.
0: I can't believe he didn't commit. Who cares if people were dying? (laughs) This ain't about them. (laughs) Um, And so Emma immediately takes off to find Maggie at the uh, medical examiner's office. She says uh, the killer called her and uh, threatened to break daisy's heart which is what the killer says um when uh when they are threatening uh to kill a sheriff basically and maggie thinks that the deputy's body that she is like helping clean up at the station uh looks staged like she thinks that where she found it looks staged um and she's like wait a second there's something in the mouth of this body which is very twin peaks um and she like takes her she takes her tweezers and like pull there's like a very long extended shot of her pulling like a, a necklace on a chain out of the dead deputy's mouth yeah. um it's a it really extremely reminded me <laughs> it extremely reminded me of the the scene very early on in twin peaks when they're pulling the like the letters out from under the girl's nails
1: Ugh,
2: god yeah it's, it's a really long shot like it just yeah. keeps going yeah
0: it, it's like yeah in there it's it's really in there it's yeah it's it, it it almost gets comically long is how long the shot is yeah um and it is like a, a heart-shaped pendant on a chain Um, and Maggie says that it is a necklace that Brandon made for her and left in the tree behind his house which was like how they would pass like letters and gifts to each other and she thinks that it's a clue that the sheriff is at that tree because she knows that the sheriff is tied to a tree somewhere that's the only clue that they have and then we get kind of so we go to we go to Brooke's house. We see some of Brooke's party. Brooke is hanging out with Audrey, which is very nice. I like I like these scenes between Brooke and Audrey. They're fun. Um, they they talk about like someone brought a Brandon James mask to the party, and they like talk about how people are treating it as a joke, and like how people aren't really being like sensitive or like cool about these murders, and they and they suck. And Brooke's like, "You are my favorite person at this party, Audrey." <laughs> Like, we're gonna hang out. <laughs> to I, which I say they really went Galaxy Brain Planning Season Three, where they were like, We're gonna make Brooke and Audrey kiss.
2: Yeah. I was thinking about that the whole time. Yeah, I know also... my notes just say flirting, I wish. Flirting. I love that they also in like this episode and like the end of the previous one, they start like introducing new named characters. Like they very already- Yeah. Pointedly start giving rando's names and i'm like oh they have to set up the fact that they need more people in season two
3: yeah a like ava who's the jake hanger honor uh and grayson who's the dude who scares brooke with the with a scream replica mask that he got on etsy uh, also he did not look popular enough to be there if you brought that to like the girl who just survived the scream person like it's been like two days like you would be Nah, you'd be unpolitely asked to leave.
0: Yeah. Oh shit, I know what the Pretty Little Liars references. Sorry. Um I just thought of it because it's slightly relevant. Hit me. Um at at the party when they're like at the pool, Brooke like is talking to a guy who she exclusively refers to as board shorts. I love which board is like shorts. a thing. Yeah, which is a thing in Pretty Little Liars. There's like a guy who is a suspect who they only know from like a photo of him wearing board shorts? and they call him board shorts for a very long time. Wow. And when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, that has to be a Pretty Little Liars reference." <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way they would have put that in there otherwise. I feel like. Um. And so yeah, so Brick and Brick and Audrey have a conversation. Uh, Audrey tells Brooke about the footage that she found of Karen and Nina, um, and that she had a fight with Emma because Emma doesn't want to believe that Karen could be the killer. And Brooks says that Karen's too pretty to be the killer.
2: I mean, <laughs> and she starts talking
0: about Ted Bundy.
3: Yeah, yeah. They're like, "Well, Ted Bundy was hot," and I just want to state this on this podcast: Ted Bundy was not hot. Ted, no, he was wasn't the guy. He was hot for, like, a young Republican. So that's, like, a solid four.
1: That does seem to be Brooke's type, though. True. Uh,
3: okay, I do not like Mr. Branson, but at the very least, he's, like, a six. <laughs> he's not Ted Bundy ugly.
0: <laughs> um. So Jake also shows up at the party, uh, and he was not invited, and Brooke makes it very clear that he was not invited, but Jake's like, I mean, everybody's happy to see me, right? And everyone else at the party is like, "Yeah, we love Jake," (laughs) so he gets to stay.
3: He should have been like, "Everyone, shout your names quickly, so you can become established characters." (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sarah, you're happy to see me, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. He just say the Jake is the party. (laughs) And uh, cops and Maggie and Emma roll up on Brandon James's house, and they find the sheriff tied to the tree, and Maggie unties him, and all of his guts
1: fall out. Yep. It's amazing. Mm.
2: It's very wet. <laughs> it makes a very wet noise.
1: Yeah. There's, you know how it is with spaghetti. Yeah. There's something just so excruciating about this. It's not even the falling out itself. It's like the moments before where he's mm-hmm. just like muttering, like, S- something's wrong. Something's wrong. And like, oh, the tension builds, builds up and it's yeah. really good. You yeah, it's so good. Cause...
2: Something is going to happen like that. Mm-hmm. Cause he's still alive when uh
0: when they find him, like Maggie is untying him from from the tree, and he's like trying to tell her not to, Uh then she does, and his guts fall out, and he dies.
2: Yep. He probably would have died anyways. Yeah, that's I'll still be- a
3: rough way to figure it out. Yeah, and to be the one who like untied him, it's like yeah. I do wish Emma's mom had had a line, uh, Maggie had had a line, where, because Emma's like, the EMTs said that, you know, there's nothing they could have done. And she'd be like, the EMTs suck. They're EMTs. Yeah. They're not doctors. They don't know. <laughs> I. They also have like, I mean, this is very rough for Emma's mom, for Maggie. And like, frankly, if I was her, I'd be like, whoop, no more romantic relationships for me. This is the third one to go extremely badly, but, um, and the second one to end in death, but, uh, and they're talking about how rough it is, but also this is Kieran's <laughs> last living relative.
1: Oh
0: God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. I went, I went looking for my tweet for the first time I watched the show. Cause I knew I, I made a tweet about, <laughs> about the sheriff dying. Oh my God. I mean, you'll see the reply to this, I was very preoccupied with the logic of how the rope tying him to the tree was somehow holding all of his guts in his body. Um, <laughs> the actual tweet says, I'm on the Scream season one finale, and I forgot the- g- I w- this was my second rewatch, I think. And I forgot the guy whose guts fall out is like, something's not right. This is all his intestines, <laughs> like he's dropping a ziplock full of spaghetti. <laughs> 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 <coughs> that <They're just> is like- <laughs> Literally what it sounds like though. Yeah. <laughs> like it sounds like someone dropping a bag of spaghetti on the floor.
3: Look, uh, I forget what they're called. A AR designers don't have a lot to work with
0: sometimes. That actually just reminded me I forgot to put my leftover spaghetti in the fridge. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> um yeah, it's it's just such a like exquisitely gross thing that they make you watch.
3: I, love, I actually kind of like my notes, even though they just cover what's happened. They say, Clark's guts fall out. Piper is here. Clark is dead.
2: Piper's always
3: there. Piper's always here. Don't like her. Never yeah, likes She must be tired.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, she's she's gotta be, huh? Yeah. Pretty busy. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, she, like, rolls up and, like, Maggie and Emma are both like very upset. Like Maggie feels personally responsible because like she's really upset that the killer let her be a part or like forced her to be a part of the the sheriff's death. Um just like with Emma and Will. And Emma says, like, well, we can't let the killer win. I'm gonna find Kieran and I'm gonna find the killer and I'm gonna solve this mystery. And Maggie's like, absolutely no, the fuck you're not. Like, you're going to come to the the police station with me. Um, which people seem to be forgetting that, like, this is the two murders have now taken place at the police station.
3: Yeah. yeah. Emma's watching me more like, I'm packing up the car and we're driving west.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, but Emma Emma ends up going. I mean, Piper, Piper's there. Emma says, like, hey, I have to go to the station because, like, my mom is making a deputy take me there. I would let, like, I, I need you to go to Brooke's party and, like, make sure everyone knows that, like, they're in danger and, like, Branson is loose and the, the killer is, like, still out there somewhere. <laughs> um, and, and Piper's like, sure, I'll do that. And she does.
3: <laughs> also, no offense, but Piper was all was with the regular news reporters, like interviewing the cops or whatever. And that should, no offense to podcasters, as we are technically also podcasters, but that shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. Just, I don't care if you have the most popular true crime podcast in the Western world. Get your ass away from here. You do not get, like, first source news.
0: Yeah. Yeah, podcasters shouldn't be given that privilege.
1: No.
2: Yeah. And it's like Piper could just like walk in and out of any location. Like when Noah and Emma tried to leave the dance, the cops tried to stop her. They were like, nobody in, nobody out. But then we see Piper just gone later. Yeah. Why'd yeah. they let her leave?
3: Why'd they let Piper in in
2: the first place?
3: She'd be like, yeah,
2: I got um, yeah. I uh,
3: need to interview students
2: for podcasting. <laughs> Stop putting this <laughs> grown ass podcaster near these teens.
1: They probably just think she's a student. She looks the same age as the rest of them.
2: Yeah,
0: she's <laughs> the same age. Yeah. Um, so th- they cut back to Brooke and Audrey who are still hanging out. By the way, I love Audrey's party outfit. Oh yeah. I, I think fit. I wrote that down somewhere in my notes. Her party outfit is so good. Yeah, it's good. She's wearing like a like a vest over a crop top. And the
3: crop tops like a sleeveless turtleneck situation.
0: Yeah, it's it's good. This is like the one episode where the the stylists for the teens were pretty on point. I think. Yeah, that one was like um, so forward we're... looking. Like, I feel like that wasn't 2015.
3: That was like popular yeah. in like
0: 2018. They're like, we predicted it. <laughs> yeah, crop tops are not really a thing yet in 2015. Um, they yeah they 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 nail a lot of the a lot of the costuming in these two episodes. Um and Brooke is Brooke is mad because Jake brought this other girl Ava to the party. She starts making out with with board shorts. Jake <laughs> is like shocked Pikachu face in the background.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Brooke, Jake is not worth all this trouble. Brooke, there was a perfectly good Audrey right there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, And then then Brooke uh, tells the the guy at Borgehurst that she's waking out with that she's like, stay right there, I'm gonna go get us some wine from my wine cellar. Because that's, like, the place that you want to go when there's potentially a killer on the loose. Yep. (laughs) Down to your cellar to get a fine vintage. (laughs) Uh, And she, she asks Audrey not to let anyone in the house while she goes inside to get some wine. Um, just i guess cuz she's like throwing a pool party and doesn't want uh any of the like is the teens to be dripping in her house sorry i i just got sidetracked in my brain cuz i i i'm coming back to the i'm looping back around to the question of where the fuck is Lakewood because how is she throwing a pool party on halloween i mean
3: yeah, honestly if well granted it's 2022 now but by 2022 standards it could be anywhere in new york it's been so hot on halloween these last couple of years
2: i mean i feel like lakewood is supposed to be somewhere more southern because i feel like most of the other locations they reference are in that sort of area
1: yeah and um oh what's and her it's name? filmed in louisiana yeah and cassie's cassie um brandon james's mom has is like a southern accent as well
2: yeah
0: yeah Interesting. I'm I'm taking mental notes as, <laughs> on the on the uh, the question of where is Lakewood. I think I think we're probably right that it's Louisiana because that's just like where they filmed it. Um, Jake also follows Brooke into the wine cellar while Audrey is like talking to a rando who like has to pee, and she's like, "You got to use the outside bathrooms, buddy." Oh, isn't it Grayson? I thought
2: it was Grayson.
0: Oh know? yeah, I think it is, yeah. Riff Grayson. <laughs> Riff Grayson. Uh, yeah, Audrey, Audrey like blocked him for getting inside. I was like, you gotta use the, the pool bathrooms, buddy. The plebeian
2: bathrooms. And then he calls her a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Which is how a real high schooler would talk. Yes.
0: But it's also like, the they... They kind of show a little bit of the outdoor bathrooms later, like there's nothing wrong with them. I think perhaps he, he just didn't want to walk all the way over there. Oh yeah. <laughs> they uh they then cut back to Maggie and Emma. Uh, Maggie says that she's going to stay at the police station to help with the search for Mister Branson. Uh, And then Emma just gets left to her own devices again (laughs) in the police station. She gets a phone call from Noah who says that he's realized that they can't reach anyone because the malware um, on everyone's phones can also turn off their ringers and notifications. Um, But he has isolated the killer's phone signal somehow to Brooke's house. And... The killer then texts Emma and says, no cops or they'll all be headline news.
3: Noah is also wanted by
2: Homeland Security. Yeah. Also, Emma has this ridiculous contact photo for Noah in her phone. Wait, does she really? I didn't catch that. I missed yeah, this. I, I meant to rewind it, but it was like a green cape, almost like a Peter Pan cape Robin Hood-ish <laughs> thing like of him like looking over his shoulder that's so In funny this ridiculous shiny outfit
0: again i feel like they can't decide if like noah is actually friends with emma's friends group or if they just like don't like him <laughs> like-
2: i think he's part of the group but again i think he's like their court jester okay
3: i think i've figured out their um dynamic do you know what they they do not seem like a school that has a lot of sports which i know jake's and will are on their whole thing but like especially mm-hmm. girl sports and what do you do for after school when you're a girl and there's no girl sports theater theater
2: oh and, oh. and we've what- oh. seen any of them at rehearsals for the show that mr branson yeah. was directing
3: are they well i are they seniors i did even though we have season yeah two, they're seniors yeah they're it kind of implied to be senior. So obviously you're not going to do, even though it is the big senior showcase, they got a lot of other shit going on. Um, you know, maybe they're saving it up for the musical, not the play, you know, <laughs> but um, let, let the under years get their, get their headline roles in the, mu- in the play. And then when it's musical time, just like get out of the way, I'm a senior, but, uh, and then what does Noah do for theater runs? Correct? Oh, <laughs> And that's why we hang out with Noah. Why we're not like, yeah, Noah's here. Why we can't be like, Noah, get the fuck out. I feel like you might be onto something. That's because I was many people's Noahs. <laughs> <laughs> you, I can't be uninvited from the after party. So
0: true. So Emma to this is like, Noah, come pick me up. We have to go to Brooke's party.
3: Yeah, uh, and Noah does another one of his little
0: speeches. <laughs> this, monologue,
2: this... monologue.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they finally let him have another monologue.
2: <sighs> it's been so long, <laughs> and he's just so freaked out that he's gonna die because Emma <laughs> is going to be the quote unquote survivor girl.
0: Yeah, Noah thinks that he is going to die because he's a comic relief character and that, like, Emma is the only one who's going to actually make it out alive. Um And Emma is like, no, tonight we're changing the ending.
1: Assigning slasher archetypes to br- your real friends is like astrology for film boys. <laughs> 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 like,
2: mood though.
3: <laughs> Big mood and I hate it also Marn if you can remember very quickly under what context did Noah say this is America oh god I don't remember it was something about getting a gun he said he was talking about that he's like why don't we have weapons this is America god damn it he was asking
2: about why aren't they bringing the cops oh yeah yeah he's like this is America
3: we should be bringing the SWAT teams with us and Emma's like no
0: cops
2: no cops at Pride no cops at Brad. So
0: yeah, so they, they go to Brooke's house. Well, first they we get Brooke in the wine cellar. Uh Jake confronts her in the wine cellar and like apologizes. He he like comes up behind her in a very creepy way that lets them do a jump scare, but actually he he is just there to apologize and he's like, Yeah, I'm sorry, like I insulted you and your family. Uh, Brooke apologizes for accusing him of spying on her, and then it turns out that he actually did.
3: So much of this could have been avoided if when she was like, someone was on my laptop, and he was like, yeah, that was me. Whoops, sorry, didn't mean to see your boobs.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he was- he says that he was, like, trying to figure out, like, so she got, he, they, like, took the spyware off her laptop, and he found that it was back on there, and he basically, like, accessed it because he was trying to figure out who put it back on, um, and, like, and, yeah, and, and Brooke is still mad because he didn't tell her, and he accessed the camera, obviously, <laughs> and uh, she tells him to leave. And then upstairs, uh, Ava goes to the outdoor bathroom and and finds that Grayson has been stabbed. Yeah, he's got yeah a, got a big puddle of red juice under him. Yep. He sure does. Uh, and then everybody leaves. They all they all take off. Uh, they all like take off running, uh, which makes for some funny situations later. Like uh, Audrey like sees everyone leave and is like, "Oh, weird." <laughs> I guess I better go see what that's about. Um and and Audrey also finds the body and then gets jumped. Yeah, she like so she like turns a corner, she finds the body uh and then the killer pops out behind her like around a corner <laughs> and like has her against a wall. Um we don't get to see what happens to her
2: after that. We do get to hear her go do it already if you're going to.
0: Yeah.
3: And then Brooke comes up and is like, oh my god, everyone in the entire school who was here ditched me. Which, like, Brooke, you need to go to therapy. I need okay. you to cr- I need you to
0: think critically for two seconds. Yeah, it's it's very funny that they kind of they kind of play everyone leaving for comedy twice <laughs> almost. Like when Audrey is seeing them all run away without context, and then when when Brooke comes back upstairs uh and it's like oh my god they all left me yeah <laughs> i i do think that Brooke should find a therapist probably oh yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah so uh, Brooke is like wow they all ditched me great job everybody and then you get this really fun and like tense and creepy scene where she, like, hears, like, a noise and goes inside and Mr. Branson comes out of nowhere and they start having a confrontation through, like, the glass door of uh, Brooke's house um, and Branson is, like, this is also, like, a kind of a take on the, like, original scream, I think. Like, the the one scene where, uh, yeah. where like, Sydney is inside the house and it is, like, talking to, I think, Randy on the doorstep. Um, and... Branson's like yeah like I saw I saw the killer like murder the deputy right in front of me and I ran away because my cell was open and I didn't want to look suspicious
3: <laughs> within the con- like, yeah, I would say within the context so of
2: the world stupid.
3: considering how like often it's like tech issues like it would it would like make sense but also Mr. Branson is like is like, yeah, I don't know shit about your mom, or the killer, or what's going on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, just, he could have just stayed there and sat on the floor. (laughs) But he ran away because he didn't want to be suspected of murder.
3: you know know what would have got me he was like he was like yeah no i didn't do it but i was afraid the cops were gonna come in and shoot first and ask questions later even if i was like hands up in the corner that i would have been like yeah no shit sir you should have gotten the hell out of there you should really have just left town yeah yeah no don't go see your 18 year old girlfriend
0: yeah, he could have also locked himself back in the jail cell and been like, obviously it wasn't me. I've been in here this whole time. It's like a reverse yeah,
1: locked like, room mystery. Yeah, like just shut the door.
2: And like um, He doesn't do anything to make himself look less suspicious because as he's talking to Brooke, he's like diving for each door and Brooke is beating him to locking it. And it's like, dude, just stand there and talk to her yeah, if you want to again- be let in.
0: Yeah, again, like, the the cinematography in the scene rules. It is so, like, cool and dynamic and tense because uh, it's Brooke is, like, going around locking all of the doors in her house, like, as fast as she can. Um, And they're all, like, glass or they have, like, a big window. So Branson is following her um, because he's trying to get in the house and he's also trying to talk to her through the windows. And he's, like, I would like. I would never hurt you. Like you're really special to me. And Brooke is like, I don't even know who you are. Like this is bullshit. Um, and she's like locking all the doors as fast as she can, and it's so tense. And I love it so much. The scene rules. Oh yeah, um, totally good. <laughs> it's so good. And then unexpectedly, as they're like having this confrontation, like Brooke has gone to like lock a back door that she like remembers exists. Uh, and and Branson is there because he was trying to beat her so that he could open it. Uh, the outdoor lights go out. Uh, and like you know that there's going to be a jump scare because you're like, okay, Brooke is like staring into the darkness. Um, and it's it's still scary. I think it's a good jump scare and it's an earned jump scare. Yeah. Uh, because when when the lights go come back on, obviously the killer is standing there trying to get in the house. Um, and Brooke runs away. She barricades herself in the garage as the killer you you hear them like punch through the window glass to break in the house um and she hides in the industrial like freezer where her dad put a dead body once as the killer comes inside looking for her uh and this is also a very scary and upsetting scene, yeah. Brooke
2: cannot catch a break. Yeah.
0: yeah the killer uh, locks her inside, mm-hmm. first of all, and then tips the freezer over so she can't get out and starts stabbing it from every side. Which, like, holy shit, you're strong. Yeah. And you see all of this from inside the freezer as it's happening to Brooke.
1: This might be, like, the scariest thing that happens this season. Yeah. yeah
0: it's... It's awful. It's horrifying.
1: Yeah. When
0: when the show chooses to go very claustrophobic, they do it very well.
2: Yeah, especially when the killer plugs the freezer back in. Mhm. Yep. Um, where it-
0: the killer leaves, they turn the freezer on. I was like,
3: "Okay, You know, I don't think they got you in anything too major, even though you are bleeding, but you're not in a Grayson situation. I don't see a pool forming under you. Um, It's cold, yes, but I think that's probably good for injuries. And someone just stabbed all these very helpful air holes.
1: You know, that's a good way of thinking (laughs) about it. They say that. I'm a true they say that if you can't see like a half cup of soda's worth of blood on the ground you're probably fine wait for real i think that's something they teach you in first aid
0: that's wild i mean that makes sense
1: not that you're probably fine but that you were in critical condition if you're if you have that much yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. more if you're like yeah i think that's more
0: than half a cup um someone needs to call an ambulance (laughs) um yeah, I mean, she she definitely doesn't get stabbed too badly. Like she, Brooke just gets stabbed in the side. Um, but obviously, the killer can't really see, and they're not going to open the the freezer up to check. So they they just kind of turn it on and assume that that's going to do the rest of their work for them. Yeah, and that no one will yeah. find Brooke before she like
3: suffocates and or freezes and or bleeds to death.
0: Yeah, which is, I mean, honestly, uh, kind of a fair assumption because everyone ran away. Yeah,
3: and you know what? As the killer, they got a lot going on right now.
0: Yeah, they, they got a lot of <laughs> they got a lot of pots on their stove. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Emma and Noah finally roll up uh, to Brooke's house, and they find uh, Piper's car with blood like all over the side of it. And the only weapon that they have between the two of them is a crowbar, which Noah has originally, and then as soon as he hears the scary noise, he hands it to Emma.
2: I thought Emma just took it from him.
0: I thought that he handed it to her, but I could be wrong.
2: Yeah, I thought she just went yoink and just took it out of his hand and was like, this is mine now. Um. And
0: they find that the the scary noise is, in fact, Kieran with a gun.
3: (laughs) Which they're very, like, oh, about. But also, (laughs) this killer's not known for shooting people
0: to death.
1: No. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're very... Yeah. They, they, like, want to know why he has a gun. They're very, like, uh, confrontational about it, but... Yeah, the, the killer has never shot anyone, so it's in fact probably one of the least suspicious weapons he could have at this point. And Emma knows that he has access to guns.
3: Yeah. Also, like, I just went back and watched the footage. Emma does grab it from Noah.
0: Okay, there we go. Um he Kieran Kieran says that he ignored Emma calling him because like they just had a fight. Um, but he got a text from her asking to meet at Brooke's party and Emma's like, no, 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 that wasn't me. That was the killer, like, trying to lure you here because they're, like, they're probably here and they're going to kill a bunch of people. Uh, Emma says that Piper found out that Kieran might be Brandon James' son because she, like, went and talked to Cassie. And Kieran's like, "Uh, I, like, I have all of the legal paperwork from when my dad became my guardian like i can prove to you legally that i'm not yeah (laughs) which is actually a very smart way of for the writers to prove that he's not the killer or that that he's not brandon james's son
1: yeah but however if his dad the cop (laughs) is brandon james (gasps) then it's all a clever ruse this is what's gonna we're gonna find out in
3: season two (laughs) Oh my god! And that would tie in with um the old lady.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that.
2: Yeah, it's just not the kid with Daisy.
0: <laughs> it's it's this kid with someone else. Yeah.
2: After he pulled himself <laughs> from then the lake, there's and there's no more 2015 <laughs> <laughs> incest.
0: Yeah. Oh. oh
3: god. Yeah. Still, you know, kind of.
2: Questionable. Kind of not,
3: yeah, questionable, but no more questionable than your mom and dad dating while you date.
0: <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same they thing. already did that on the show. Yeah, so.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah. Ish. 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 Um, so, so yeah, so K- Kiran is basically like, yeah, I, I drove off because I wanted to be alone. Like, I, I don't think there's anything suspicious about that. Like, we had a fight um and uh he doesn't know that his dad is dead cuz he's been brooding in his car and Emma and Noah realize this halfway through the conversation and they're like uh-oh buddy uh, we need to tell you something
3: remember how your options were live with your dad or become a ward of the state well guess who's about to become a ward of the state oh my god rough Maggie's going to take him
2: in Maggie's gonna take him in in season two. Oh, yeah, no. It's-
0: <sighs> um, and so, oh, I did. I did write as a note here. Why does he stick the gun down the front of his pants? Because he <laughs> yeah. does do that.
3: Because it's cool he to really shoot does. your dick off accidentally.
0: But... <laughs> he does that like to just like hold it while they're having a conversation. Um, and then he tries to give the the gun to Emma, who doesn't want it. Uh, She, like, tries to push it back at him, and Karen's like, I'm gonna hunt the killer down before anyone else gets killed. And Emma says, no, first we have to find our friends. Um, and then they go in the house. Uh, I did note that there was no music playing before when Brooke was, like, doing her whole thing with Branson, so... The fact that there is music playing when they go into the house is very funny because it means that the killer probably, like, Bluetoothed some music to the speakers. Yeah. Um, They they split up to investigate the house, which Noah vocally protests to again because he has to do it every time they split up. I have the full quote if you want it. Yeah, please.
3: Please. Uh, is something he opens with something like i just want to state that and here's the full quote i am not in favor of splitting up nor am i three days from retirement uh and i will not be right back (laughs) and then emma grips yeah Yeah.
0: i feel like the writers have to do this every time the characters split up because they need to like turn to the camera and make sure you know that they know that it's a bad idea but they're not gonna change anything about it
1: (laughs) yeah the weird thing to me is that like there are multiple times this episode where it feels like the characters are just very directly referencing scream one specifically like in their like yes and i'm like is this does this mean scream one is a movie in this world that they've watched like is that is that how noah can say the like oh the rules of horror is that how like i mean later on emma says like they all remember they always come back so like uh, like this is is very explicit references i don't get it i don't know is it's they are
2: explicit references to scream but they're also like just by way of that explicit references to the genre itself
1: for sure for sure just like i don't know i I feel like it it could it
3: could apply to like jason or something
1: yeah
0: it's really funny because it feels like the show wants to make all of these like visual references to the movies, but they also want to have the characters like turn and wink at the camera and be like, yeah, we know what we're referencing.
3: <laughs> it exists in their world, but the movies the movie series is called Shriek. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they do that in scream though they're like in 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 the scream movies there's a franchise of movies that are based on the actual events of the scream movies oh my all right
1: i've not seen scream movies that's that's the the The, double the double patreon bonus content for this
2: oh yeah.
0: yeah yeah one of the one of the like later scream movies takes place on the set of uh of the Stab movies, which are a franchise that are based on the "quote unquote" real life events that happen in Scream.
3: Okay, I like that concept a lot, but also I don't like the idea of a
0: series of movies called Stab. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, it, it's a li- it's a little bit weird for sure. They like they very much want to have their cake and eat it too with the references. I think where they want to do the clever visual references, but also have no. Noah- turn directly to the camera and be like, I won't be right back. Actually, that's a reference to the rules of horror. Wink, wink. <laughs> and, um, they split up. Emma, Noah gets the crowbar. Cause Emma takes a knife. Uh, Emma and Kieran go out to the garage and Noah goes, look outside to look for Audrey, even though it's like completely deserted outside at the pool. Emma and Kieran find a bloody handprint on one of the windows and they wonder if it's Pipers. Um, and Jake appears outside and they once again do the thing with scream where Sydney is like, where like Stu and Randy are trying to get into the house and like prove that they're not the killer. Uh, they do this again. They do it twice. They do it with Branson and they do it with Jake. Um, and I liked it both times, so I'm not knocking the show for doing it twice. Um, they they point the gun at Jake and and Jake is like, well I I was out taking a walk by the lake because like Brooke and I had a fight and I was like going to cool down, and when I came back I couldn't find anyone like everybody's gone, um and they hear a noise coming from the garage and they go and they find Brooke in the freezer, yeah and uh it is it is a little bit they do a little bit of humor here because like they they break the lock they get her out whatever uh jake tries to give her mouth to mouth and she wakes up and calls him a creep
2: she's like i'm
1: still breathing you
2: creep i love
1: that that's
2: what takes her out of being unconscious yeah it's so good
1: it reminds me of um a couple episodes ago when Jake was in the coma and Mm -hmm. Noah will come up parallels. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Once again, proving that Noah and Jake should, should French. (laughs) So true, Noah. (laughs) I am going to advocate that everyone in this movie should kiss each other. (laughs) You're so right. So Um, right. Actually, quick sidebar, I was trying not to get spoiled, but I was randomly because of you, Emma, I was randomly searching up Will's actor's name on TikTok. Uh,
0: oh my god.
3: Cause I I don't know why exactly. There's not that much stuff specifically for him. But one of them was this like fan cam for Scream that someone put together in this The Year Our Lord 2021. Not this year. Holy shit. Uh God bless whoever did that. And it included a bunch of like fan or a bunch of the actors like instagrams or like snap stories or something i don't it's something from their social media but it's like very 2015 energy i guess it maybe could have been from twitter but who's who's posting their like personal like behind the scenes stuff to twitter and a lot of it included um bex and jake's jake's actor not a lot of it but there was one long scene of bex and jake's actor hanging out just kind of like leaning on each other and i was like this is kind of fun actually I feel like Audrey and Jake, if they could have gotten past it, would would kind of be like a fun, interesting couple to hang out.
2: True.
3: I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I sent that to Marn because I was like. Yeah. Also, it was set to the saddest TikTok sound ever. Oh, my God. It's oh, no, it said I think it was set to Taylor Swift's, um, you know, the one that's like, I stayed here just collecting on my pinned up hair. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> The person's just like I
0: watched I watched it on mute because I was at work. Yeah, and no. I was like, I guess I'll never know what this
3: sounds like. Yeah, no, it's it's such a bad and the first I which I was like very much like, I know you want to be in twenty fifteen, my love.
2: <laughs> but
0: oh man. <sighs> um so yeah, so so they wake Brooke up. Uh Brooke is like, Oh, Branson was here. Like that's the last thing I remember. Uh and Emin... Emma and Kieran go outside to look for Branson and they leave Jake behind with Brooke. Uh, Noah is still outside looking for Audrey. He also finds Grayson's body in the bathroom. Uh, And then Audrey comes up behind him and jump scares him. And he screams so loudly (laughs) that Emma and Kieran run outside because they think that he's being attacked. (laughs)
2: Which is really good, because when they split up, Kieran does say to Noah, if something happens, scream. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Noah is valid,
3: you know? (laughs) He really is.
0: Yeah, honestly, if I knew that there was a murderer in the vicinity and someone came up behind me and, like, touched me on the shoulder, I would also scream.
3: (laughs) I would do that if I was in a well-lit Five Guys and there was no murderer about. (laughs)
0: yeah okay also fair i do that sometimes when my wife comes up behind me when i'm when i'm using the computer with my headphones on um so so everyone kind of converges outside uh audrey is cut up she's like beat up and she has like a, a big gash on her arm um she says that she saw the killer's mask like in front of her face and then she blacked out and she doesn't really know what happened after that. Um but she didn't get killed, so that's interesting. Um Jake carries Brooke outside uh and they find that their cell phones still aren't working, but there is a landline inside the house cuz it's 2015. Uh and emma goes to call for help and kieran goes to get a first aid kit and audrey gets the gun which will become important later um but yeah uh kieran kieran hands off the gun to audrey to like guard everyone else outside while he and emma are inside doing these tasks um i don't know why he thinks that he wouldn't be able to use the gun indoors but sure <laughs> i think it's like
3: numbers situation he's like well if i get murdered away from you guys
0: yeah that, i mean that that's fair uh and then emma emma goes inside to grab the phone but it rings before she can uh actually get to it or dial anybody and it's the killer uh, and the killer says it's not just you that i want emma and kind of insinuates that they have kidnapped Maggie. And Emma figures out by, like, the killer is saying, like, we're, we're going to go back to, like, where it began and where it started. Uh, she figures out that the killer is at the dock where Brandon James died on the lake. Uh, and they have Maggie there. And the killer says that only Emma can go or others will die. So Emma goes to the dock and she finds Maggie gagged and tied to a chair and she runs directly towards Maggie. This is the third time that someone has run towards a kidnapped person who is tied down. You would think that people would learn to stop doing that by now. (laughs) If if
3: I was Emma, I would be just having like PTSD flashbacks against Will and be like, Mom, I love you. Yeah. I am just gonna i i am just gonna wave at you from
1: all the way over here on the dock. I'm gonna throw some rocks to try and like zone it out.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like every like the last two times that this happened, they were like, "Oh no!" Like we played right into the killer's hands. Like he wanted us to go running and like become part of our own loved one's demise, and like that. It, it, she just does it again. <laughs>
2: Yeah, which still does kind of play into the killer's hand because it does literally back them into a corner on the dock
0: yeah so yeah so Maggie's like guts don't fall out or anything because the killer obviously had limited time to to set this whole thing up um but uh Emma starts like trying to untie Maggie and gets uh, approached by the killer in the dark um Emma also has brought a knife with her from Brooke's kitchen um and we find out that the killer is Piper. What? what?
2: Whoa! <laughs> Fucking knew it. <laughs> yeah, just... props,
0: props to I think all of you who said that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: mean, we, I... Did, we did also say it was like eighteen other people.
2: Yeah,
0: also true. I was. I, was
2: very, oh, I knew <laughs> she was there when Nina was d- dying. She was already in town. <laughs> my my one
3: th- i i think the one theory that did not even come close to panning out was my theory at the beginning that i was like yeah it's gonna be someone we don't even know it's gonna be like one yeah. of the background extras from the bathroom scene or something
1: that would have been really good i i guess i can now reveal that the, the way i was spoiled is that i was on the trivia section for an episode and it was like it was like i don't remember it was like the way that piper killed this person and i was like oh okay
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> wild um I i've been watching really... i've been watching it with Alyssa, and she called it like two episodes before because she was like oh is piper like one of those arsonists who like shows up at their own fires <laughs> like yes.
1: <Yeah. laughs> i well, will admit I...
0: the whole
3: piper will thing still was still throwing me a little bit where i was like piper is very suspicious but maybe she's just helping the killer
2: there is a parallel in this scene that I really like when we like figure out that Emma still has the knife on her and they do that zoom of it behind her back. It is the exact same shot as when Will is hiding a knife behind his back when he confronts Jake about the money.
1: Oh, you're Ooh. right.
2: Like, exact same shot. Same knife, too, I think. Or, like, very similar. And I really liked that parallel. The cinematography, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, um,
3: oh my God, Piper has reasons for doing this, even though like yes. nothing would be
0: a good enough reason. Um, yeah, Piper. Piper also says hashtag mind blown during the sequence. She is
1: <laughs> killing uh, pun uh, intended. Oh. The scream, like the scream killer reveal cadence in her voice.
3: Yes, Emma should just been like ugh, cringe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're,
1: you're gonna lose subscriber I really, yeah i, w-
3: I would have been really happy to have an older sister but now ugh, it's not the murder specifically it's the hashtag mind blown
2: yeah
0: um you you do get really get the sense that this actress is having the time of her life play like playing a villain reveal
2: which i think is oh my god delightful.
0: Yeah. oh yes um, but yes, she reveals that she is Piper's half-sister. She is Brandon James's kid with Maggie. Um, and <laughs> she also calls Emma sexist for assuming the, the killer was Brandon James's son. <laughs> She's like, come on, Emma, it's 2015.
3: <laughs> Murderers can be women, even though everyone has kept saying he, including me, to you. And also I took you to an old lady who said that his son was here.
1: <laughs> I was really worried that they were going to do, like, a Piper is trans thing. Like, Oh, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad mm-hmm. that wasn't the direction, but...
2: Yeah, it wasn't a sleepaway camp kind of deal. Uh-huh. It wasn't a Pretty Little Liars kind of deal. I would love
3: in the second season if they just show Piper in, like, a bad wig, and they're like, Yeah, she was blind. <laughs> that old lady couldn't see for shit. Piper was just, like, in a wig and a fake mustache. Like, yeah, I'm his
1: son. That's amazing. I I hope so.
0: She just used the voice changer. Oh yeah.
1: If someone in real life came up to me sounding like fucking slasher villain dot mp4, I would simply have to run away. Imagine trying to buy groceries like that.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> um.
0: So yeah, she 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 does this whole monologue. She says that she's jealous of Emma because she like because Emma like got to have a perfect life while Piper got given away and Brandon James got shot. Um, and she says that Maggie was actually the real monster and made everyone else think that it was Brandon. Um, and she puts a lot of the blame on Maggie. Uh, and Emma's like, why did you kill my friends?" Like they didn't have anything to do with this. And Piper is basically like, yeah, I I just thought it was fun to watch you suffer. Uh, I didn't even plan any of the blackmail stuff. That was just kind of a fun bonus for me. Improv. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she, she establishes that she has Mr. Branson tied up in her trunk. Uh, She's going to frame him for all of the murders, which is honestly kind of fair.
2: But the cops and...
0: in Ace
3: Town, like, I think honestly would be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: she she basically says that like her her kind of plan for this final confrontation is like she's going to kill uh Emma and Maggie and make it look like Branson did it and that like Piper got out like managed to get out alive and like kind of make herself into the final girl. Um and that she's gonna broadcast on her podcast that the Lakewood Slasher is dead and, like, become a hero. Piper, you and can't she... be
3: the final girl. You're not blonde. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, she also calls Emma out for having having a knife behind her back.
2: <laughs> she's not subtle about it. She's trying, yeah. but not well. No. no. <laughs> and uh, they they have a knife
0: fight. Which is fun. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody gets
3: stabbed a whole bunch.
0: Yes. uh, Piper stabs Emma and then goes to like try and like land a killing blow. And then Maggie like gets up and tackles her. And then Piper also stabs Maggie. And then Emma tackles Piper and they fight. And Piper's kind of getting the upper hand. And then Piper's like, before I kill you, I have one last surprise for you, Emma. Um, but we don't get to find out what it is because she gets shot by Audrey. Yeah, Audrey shows up.
1: Yeah, which I'm yes. I'm only just now connecting this to the last minute of this episode and why that's incredibly interesting that Audrey shoots her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It sure is, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so yes, Aud- Audrey shows up and shoots Piper. Um and and like knocks her off the dock into the water. Um and then as like Audrey is coming down to the dock to like check on Emma, um Piper tries to climb back out. Um and Emma shoots her again in the head. And, yet- and of course does the the like quippy like they always come back.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and not to, not to go too much far ahead, but like somehow is has the body gone missing again uh when they're doing that whole they, thing with the
0: lake they do imply that yes what
3: the hell is wrong with this lake she died in like two feet of water
0: <laughs> it's just the lake where bodies go missing i don't know what to tell you
1: this is the same lake is this the same lake that noah got stranded in in like episode two yes yes yep and yep maybe there's some- and also the sorry no, you go. Maybe there's just incredibly strong currents we don't know about.
3: If you shoot someone in the head, your second thing you do should be dragging their body
0: to shore. It is also the lake where Noah said that he felt someone, like, dragging him under, and then we just never got any elaboration on that.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Piper really loves fucking people. She a
1: snorkel on.
3: <laughs> she was like, maybe Emma will go in the water, so, you know, let's just get this party started early. Be prepared for everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, Emma and her mom um, hug, but they both have wounds that need pressure, so they should stop doing that.
2: Uh, They're applying pressure by hugging.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: Of course, Emma, you're right. You're so right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so they they have their, like, emotional moment, they hug, uh... (laughs) I wrote, everyone is bloody, but ultimately okay. Smiley face. Let's not think about that reveal Piper was gonna do. <laughs> what,
3: was, um, what, was, they... what were we thinking about? For what, what do we think she was gonna say?
0: I don't. I don't know.
1: I, I, I'm back in completely unspoiled territory, so I feel safe making guesses again. Um, yeah. Maybe. 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 Maybe this is the four killers theory. Maybe this is like, oh, I have three other people oh. in league with me.
0: Hmm. um so so then we get the aftermath uh it, it's it's like dawn it's it's beginning to be daytime the cops are dragging the lake looking for piper maggie is going to the hospital and so is emma uh Brooke and jake are kind of sitting together off to the side having a little moment emma apologizes to kieran for doubting him and is like hey like can we get past this and have a relationship?" Um, And he says that he thinks so. Noah and Audrey also get to have their moment and they talk about how like they had the classic showdown with the killer, but uh, Emma wasn't the only one who survived. Um, And Audrey is very specific in saying that, boy, am I glad I saw Emma run into the woods and knew where to find her on the dock.
2: And had this gun.
0: (laughs) <laughs> and had this gun.
2: Well, the gun was a surprise bonus from Kirvin. Yeah. Uh,
0: we all- <laughs> Noah also becomes a podcaster. Uh,
1: how did he get uh, access no, to yes. her feed?
0: Hacked. I don't. Packed. I don't know.
1: Packed I will say this. <laughs>
0: I will say this is an aspect of his character that continues into season two. So get very excited for yeah. Noah podcaster arc. Do you remember when I said
3: that I knew Noah wasn't going to die because I had, that was the one thing I got spoiled on? Uh-huh. That was how I found out was because I briefly like glanced at the Wikipedia page and they it like in the Wikipedia page, it's like, in season two, Noah becomes a podcaster. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Why? That's so funny. Oh, did we also, sorry if we missed this, but one, did we talk about the fact that Kieran and Emma almost kiss while Emma's, like, has the face splatter of Piper's blood, and then they just kind of, like, stare at each other for a long time? Uh We did not, but they sure do that. And then we have Noah doing his monologue, and he says, you got the classic showdown at the lake, tying together the past and present. Yeah. And I just wrote in my notes, not the time, Noah. (laughs) People have died
0: here tonight, Noah. Your friends need to be in therapy. <laughs> so Noah's a podcaster now. <laughs> he somehow gets access to, Pi- to like, upload on Piper's feed and guest hosts the last episode of her show, basically, because she's dead and is... And it, it, it kind of recaps and is like everybody's okay, but there are some loose ends that I'm a little worried about. Um, and over like a montage, again, like in episode one of like people doing either arbitrary or vaguely suspicious stuff. Uh, there's like Audrey looking at photos of her like Brandon James photos. Uh, Kieran and Emma kiss Jake is deleting his blackmail files and we see Branson getting out of jail uh, Noah kind of lays out that he is suspicious because Piper and Will were both there when the killer attacked Will which means that Piper must have had an accomplice or else who was the killer that attacked Will um, and as Noah is is monologuing this we see a little scene of Audrey uh, opening a secret lockbox in her room which has the stolen prison documents from the beginning of episode nine in it uh, and a bunch of mail uh, that was sent to her by Piper and she burns them in a bonfire also damn those cops really suck
2: yep it's just in her room <laughs>
0: It was literally just in her room in a lockbox,
2: a disguised lockbox. True,
1: true. So, what?
3: There are always those like you have. You have twenty four hours to hide this paperclip, and where if a cop comes and finds it in your house, you get one million dollars. It's like I could just like put it in a book. They're not going to search that hard. The cops.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what do we make of this?
2: I have theories for next season.
3: Emma. So, All right, Marn, you do your thing, but then Emma, theories, please. I wish to know your mind.
0: (laughs) So one thing that I will say is that the writing staff completely changed in between these two seasons. And you will notice once we kind of get a little bit into season two that um, some stuff in this finale is setting up lot things that they do not carry forward into season two. No!
3: That makes me really (laughs) sad. So
2: unfortunate. Why MTV?
3: You should have kept- this is like literally, literally, I- if I still talked to some of my professors from college, I would be sending this to be like, this is a perfectly crafted series of television. You should be teaching this. Stop playing Seinfeld episodes in class. (laughs)
2: I, yeah, so it is such a shame that it did such a changeover because they set up so many details throughout the entire show so meticulously that yeah. I'm like, obviously, this is going to come back later because they played they paid so much love and attention to this one little detail.
0: I, d- I do think, okay, I do think that season two does a really good job of like making good on all of those little details, and I I feel that we will all be satisfied with kind of where it goes. But I I know for a fact that the the season one showrunner knew who Piper's accomplice was going to be. And it was not the person it turns out to be in season two due to the writing changeover.
3: Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Also, listeners, keep listening because, I mean, who knows? We're going to have lots of fun. Clearly, season two is going to be a fun time. But also...
1: (laughs) 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 That's 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 frustrating a little bit because like yeah i I i don't know i i really like this audrey ending and like if we look back at her behavior throughout this season she's it makes so much sense. yeah like her getting arrested the dna in the mask um her like having having what are their names emma and noah uh like raid her room to get like hide, hide the stuff from the cops shooting Hyper, there's a million things. And I, 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 but
3: it also doesn't fully line up because, like, why is it? I mean, obviously, you can't just be like, okay, cool. So, cops, I did some fucked up shit, but now that my girlfriend is dead, I'm willing to, like, put myself in jail for the rest of my life to, like, see vengeance put upon her, put upon whoever I was, like, paired up with or something. But, like, also at the same time, Audrey, I feel like if you, like, had more under your hat, you maybe should have been working a little bit harder for old Rachel.
1: Yeah. I
2: have so many theories. Please. I want to hear your yes. theories. Emma, lay out I have like theories. at least eight and not all of them coincide. Okay. Okay. So, Audrey I think is involved. I don't think is the only accomplice, especially confirmed now that mark <laughs> says that it's not who they planned it to be. Um, I think Audrey was involved. I think Rachel caught on. I think Audrey was so adamant about finding Rachel's killer because Audrey feels guilty because Audrey knows mm-hmm. and is like clearly either did it or knows that Piper did it um, and is so adamant about searching through the footage to find any evidence connecting Rachel to Branson or else they're fucked <laughs> or else it's like there's no connection with Rachel. So they have to find a connection with Rachel and that will eventually lead them to Audrey.
3: Oh, so you're talking that was like kind of like a red herring for like the Noah and um, Emmas of the world. And then she's like, I know it's Piper. So I'm just going to like find a way to get rid of Piper myself. Like I'll get my vengeance on Piper later.
2: Not even. I think that like, I think Audrey's afraid of getting caught. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think Rachel caught Audrey. Audrey feels guilty about having to kill Rachel. I think Audrey agreed to do this when her friendship with Emma was still in the shitter, and now that she and Emma are on good terms again, she feels guilty about what's happening, which is why she mm. kills Piper. And also, then there's no one tying Audrey to what's going on. If she gets rid of Piper, and gets rid of Piper before she can say anything to Emma. Interesting. Um, I also think that the that wasn't going to be Piper's big fun little reveal. <laughs> uh, I think Piper's fun little reveal was going to be that Maggie did the murders, and not Brandon James. Yeah, I feel like that could also be Emma's dad, but I think more so Maggie, or both of them, or something like that. Yeah, because Piper keeps insisting that Maggie is the monster and not Brandon.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. That's compelling. That's super compelling.
2: Yeah, because Maggie doesn't deny it either when Piper calls her the monster, and it's like you know you do.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But then why? Oh, well, we'll get into that later. But then why does Emma's mom commit the murders? I, I, Probably just like, bullying yeah. I think or we'll something. figure that out later.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. we well, know that she like really something... like cared about Brandon, and all these people were bullying him. So it's maybe true. it's as simple as that. Even yeah.
3: And then he's like, "I love you. I'll take the fall for these murders."
1: That's... No wonder his mom yeah. is like, "Oh, you got him killed." Very specifically.
2: Yeah, I'm excited to see how that plays out. I'm also trying to remember if Piper's monologue earlier about her dad being dead said like a when her dad died, whether it was when she was a baby or not. I think she just says very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm wondering if they make a very they make a point to zoom in on body not recovered, presumed dead mm. on the forms about Brandon James. So I think he got out and I think he connected with Piper somehow. Whether he's still out there is yet to be known or whether he was killed in a different scenario that's tied Mm -mm. into this. Season
3: two, he comes back and gets revenge for Piper dying.
2: (laughs) Can't do that if he's the sheriff. Oh, yeah. No.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's dead now.
2: God. (laughs) Or is he? Or is he?
0: I mean, if
3: you can get shot in the head and fall into a lake and they're still like, but where's the body? Maybe Piper will make a comeback. Uh, (laughs) I don't think Piper will make a comeback, but nonetheless, I feel like whenever they do that, they're trying to do some like ambiguity about it. Uh, Then you can have all your guts fall out and then be carted away to the morgue and be like, actually, I was fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know. We also can't discount season two becoming a supernatural slasher. Like, you know, like, True. Maybe, maybe, That's uh, why something grabbed. Yeah. Like,
2: Noah's ankle in the, the lake. lake is
1: magical. Like it revives people. Maybe it's like a Jason X situation, like she'll become like a liquid robot or something like that. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> I I'm still really mad that they didn't get to make their fourth season where they would like pull out and have it be the actors playing themselves.
2: Yeah.
3: But would they have <laughs> brought they the, the original, original cast, cast back for the for the season 4?
0: I think I think they they said like they wanted to basically apparently like their their plan was like they they would have had season 3 get like increasingly more weird and like insane until like all of the characters were just like slowly getting killed off um <laughs> like and then at the like end of season 3 or beginning of season 4 they would have like pulled back and and had it be about the actors after filming that season actually getting killed off in real life by like a fan of the show
2: god that would have ruled
0: i'm so bad. they didn't get to do that
2: we need this podcast to get popular enough that they reboot it (laughs) yeah and then we can be mad because the reboot
0: doesn't match up to our expectations (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um who who are mvps and lvps of the season one finale
2: Hmm.
3: I'm going to say MVP is Piper for being a girl boss and also, (laughs) you know, getting shot in the head. Uh, Good for her taking one for the team. Uh, Probably should have been in therapy, but you know what? Sometimes you just got to, like, take your trauma into your own hands and kidnap your mom and kidnap your birth mother. (laughs) LVP is Jake. I... This is, his character has come a really long way, but also I feel like the writers don't really know what to do with him. So he's just kind of like always shunted off to the side, being like just creepy enough that you're like, maybe Jake is the murderer, even though there's no goddamn way he could potentially be the murderer. Maybe he is. Maybe he <laughs> Second is. Second accomplice. Second accomplice. I mean, oh, he doesn't.
0: A- ep- Sorry, this episode came out literally the day after Wes Craven died. Oh, shit. I'm on the, I'm on the Wikipedia page. Damn, West Craven died? Yeah. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yep. I don't know who my MVP for
2: these episodes are. I I do. I can go first, Martin. Yeah, go for it. Um my MVP of this episode is Emma. She goes kind of nonstop. She has a little rocky start because she really wants it to be Branson, but like she doesn't even tell the rest of the group where she's going when the killer's like docs time. She's like, Nope, I'm out, and just goes and is ready to literally ride or die for her homies to stay okay yeah um and she fights hard on the dock too and she like she has a lot of moments throughout the episodes where she is just like telling cops to their face hey let me through or people are gonna fucking die let me out yeah um and i mean it pays off in the end she lives and so do her homies yeah big snaps for Um, Emma. and emma who was like so afraid to touch a gun the entire show pulls the the final shot on piper too
3: oh yeah oh my god you're so right Um, oh
2: and then my lvp i i hate to do it but brooke is my lvp this episode because girl you threw a party on your own (laughs) in your empty house on halloween night with a potential killer on the loose if you didn't think it was mr branson why would you do that valid if you thought branson was innocent why would you throw a party when there's a killer out?
0: <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I I agree that my MVP is Emma for sure. I think that my LVP is Mr. Branson. Oh, yeah. Because he, I mean, he does a lot wrong. He, uh... Hoo oh boy! He, it, there's a murder right in front of him, and he runs away because he doesn't want to seem suspicious. Uh, he shows up to Brooke's house, and it's, like, the most suspicious he's ever been. He is, like, a huge creep to Emma for no reason, and then he gets stuffed in a trunk.
3: Marn. Yes, in the multiple killers theory, I Audrey, I think was involved, but I think Mr. Branson was involved in some way, shape, or form. Because like, there's just like too much lined, it, too much lined up to not have something pan out.
0: I think that that's a good theory.
3: I I won't confirm or deny. Also, such a such a creep in the goddamn police room. Like, get it together, man.
2: Such a creep. I hope they arrest him anyways because he's having. <laughs> a relationship with an underage student, they should arrest him anyways. Yeah.
3: Yeah. If if he just goes straight back to being a teacher in season two, I will throw something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Jacqueline, what are
3: yours? MVPs and LVPs. Sorry to interrupt.
1: I'm having such a hard time. Um, I think my MVP is going to be Audrey. Like really just the looks, the, the guns, the... The the powerful manipulations, I, getting the final kill in on the villain. I, I, I that, that's where it's at. LVP is going to be Riley because <laughs> her name was mentioned in this episode, and I said, "Who is that?" Yeah, it was. No, <laughs> no, <ugly>. oh, no.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Riley deserved better. Yeah.
0: She really did. Well, it's okay because uh, next next week we get to meet some new characters. Fun.
2: Funky friends.
3: I hope Board Shorts is not a continuous character.
2: I hope he is.
3: <laughs> I, also, I hope it opens with Emma being like, all right, so a lot of people died. We really need to open up the friend group to some more people.
1: I hope that the Grayson what? we met in this episode was actually Dick Grayson from Batman, and they live in Gotham City. Actually, and that Batman comes to investigate the next season's murder. Oh
0: I would watch that.
2: Yeah, a hundred percent. I would also maybe watch that. <laughs> oh, so
0: yeah, that's that's season one, baby. We're done. We're ha- we're halfway through. Ish. We're a little less than halfway through because season two is slightly longer. Um but that's season one, we did it. What a what an exciting finale. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it
2: was a really good season one finale.
0: Yeah, the, the last two episodes of the season are really good.
2: So good. They
0: they they really know how to wrap up a season. Say what you will about this show. Yeah.
2: yeah. I was going to say, I feel like a lot of, like, mystery or horror-type TV shows, like, really don't resolve enough during their season finales because they want the big mystery to continue instead of opening up for a connecting mystery. So I like that that's what they did. They solved the big mystery but left us with unanswered questions. (laughs) Pretty little liars. (laughs) I've never seen Pretty Little Liars. I've only heard Mike talk about it. I've also only heard Mike talk about it, but I
3: feel like that's accurate.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm rewatching those videos right now, which is why I have it on the brain. Um I I started to like pick it up where I left off and I was like, Oh man, I have sixty more episodes of this to watch. I'm just gonna rewatch the Mike's Mike videos. Yeah, no,
3: 60, <laughs> 60 episodes, especially of late Pretty Little Liars, is too much.
0: Yeah, they, they do the Riverdale thing where they do a time skip because they realize that they've put the characters through their senior year twice and they can't keep getting away with it.
1: <laughs> this show is actually pretty clever for uh, ending it at Halloween, which is like, you got a you good rest of yeah. the semester left. Yeah.
0: Yes, that is that is another really clever thing they do. They they split their se- the semester of their senior year very evenly into seasons one and two. Um yes. And so they are they're still in their senior year of high school when this season ends,
1: yeah, and then
0: so
3: not obsessed with giving them a goddamn Christmas episode,
0: yeah, I think I think like the next season picks up in like the next semester or something like there's there's some time that passes if I'm remembering correctly,
2: smart, yeah.
0: So we will be here next week, as always, uh, talking about Scream, starting season two. Very exciting. If you would like to talk to us in the interim, you can find the show on Twitter at Dead Letter Pod.
2: Wrong wrong podcast, Marn.
0: Oh my god. (laughs) I have two podcasts that start with the word dead, and I... (laughs) Have a brain problem. (laughs) If if you would like to talk to us on Twitter, you can find us at DTHPPod. That's the right one. (laughs) Uh, And if you would like to hear, if you're listening to this right now and you are saying to yourself, boy, I would like to hear those four hosts talking about season two right now, uh, become a Patreon of the Moonshot Patreon because our episodes come out a week early on there for all patrons. So if you give Moonshot a dollar a month, you can go listen to us talk about season two, episodes one and two right now. What, Marn? Only a dollar? That's so cheap. I know. I thought you for sure
3: you'd have to pay like five dollars a month to get early
0: access. I know, it's wild. You can get like a good seventy five percent of the content on our Patreon for a dollar a month it's it's very cheap you should do it we got good stuff on there yeah
1: that's less than that that's that's less than a cup of coffee a year so it seems very worth it
0: it is it's yeah it's uh it's a little over 12 dollars a year with the like the extra payout fee that you have to do i think hell yeah and and you get bonus episodes of a bunch of stuff not just a teen house party so there you go. Go go become a patron. Get get early episodes. We just recorded uh, "Champs in the Making" uh, episode sixty nine, which is possibly nice. my favorite episode we've done so far. Nice, <laughs> nice,
2: nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have to watch Ghost for. Once Miss Wonders. Yeah, the
0: this will this will come out before that I think. Yes. Uh the next we have a movie podcast on the Patreon called Once Miss Wonders uh where people who have never seen a movie before watch that movie and then they come on and talk about it. Uh for September it is going to be Ghost starring Patrick Swayze and I believe in October we're doing a horror movie but we haven't picked one yet. Ooh. So if you like to hear Moonshot hosts talk about horror maybe you should become a patron.
2: I'll be here the fast. Um, yeah. we go. So Lass- oh, I think there's going to get one I'm going to take the <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish you were getting
0: some good things to I wish you could fucking
2: high-hunging that. High-hung. you welcome back to the
0: Welcome Welcome to the best idea for a podcast of all time. This is Champs in the Making. A Pokemon Bracket Podcast where we take every one of these creatures in the Pokemon video game franchise. Put them in a bracket together and find out which one the best one is. Starmie gives me like organic free range, gluten free, like fidget spinner energy. Swallow could swallow a tire hole in one gulp. Ladybug
2: looks like it is ready to give you so many high fives with each of its little mitten hands.
0: <laughs> I don't like ears face. It's got a big testicle for in those, for
1: sure. <clears throat> I think Naito King's favorite beer is PBR. <laughs> okay, okay, okay.
0: Champs in the Making, a Moonshot Network podcast about Pokemon. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or first at patreon.com slash moonshotnetwork.